This is the joy of gaming. Welcome to the Joy of Gaming Podcast, episode 53. If you're sure it's 53, Jordan. I am very sure it's 53. I am your host, Rich Lepore. I am Jordan Alseca. And Kelsey Lair. And uh, we were just talking about how Kelsey's been on the last couple. She might be uh, co-host status pretty soon. Oh, man. I don't know. You guessed it. I don't it. know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's my excited dance. Oh, but anyway, we are back to talking about video games, and it's going to be sweet. I love talking about TV. I love talking about comics. But let's face it, the majority of you who listen to us came here because we love video games. Uh, they sick, sick of comics and TV in your feeds. Yeah. That's good what content, too. What is this, too. Uh, 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 But, you know, we're going to have more comic shows. That's we're going to have more happen. everything shows. Uh, if you haven't listened to the comic show, you should check it out. We had guest Kevin Schaefer. Dude knows his stuff on comic characters. He's going to be back, too. That him. guy rocks. Yeah, and uh, as far as the TV season, you know, get a preview of what's coming out. And then the once all the pilots fall. come on, we'll have our next episode of yeah. that. Yeah, so... But, that's a coming up. Or maybe some summer TV talk. If yeah, who knows? There's, is there at this point? I don't so. know, man. For me, there is, because I'm rocking some under the dome next in. But here we go. We're screwing up. We're screwing <laughs> all up. All right, all right. Games. Games. All right, so anyway, let me let me preface what we're going to be talking about here. So uh, we are going to be talking about all the games that we've been playing since we did our Game of the Year episode, but then we weren't talking about what we played then either. Not really. It's been a while. Yeah. We'll talk about more recent games probably. Yeah. I probably not of anything. Not yeah, it's everything. Like, I don't think I remember what I was playing around the Game of the Year. But uh, no, I do, but but never, because I've, I've played a couple things since then, but that's about it. But nevertheless, uh, we're going we're gonna to do that um, first. Then we are going to do news. Uh, Jordan has dutifully collected some news stories. A lot of announcements. But that's good. Announcements rock, dude. Announcements are where it's at. And, and you know, E3 is coming. Our Probably our next episode will be our E3 episode that week. Probably. Or when is. is E3? Is it... It's a couple of weeks, right? It's... I thought it was pretty soon. Because, like... Yeah, yeah. It's starting to gear up towards it. We'll have to, to do... If the... Kelsey's not in town, we'll have to do a, uh, a duo, like, just recap with news and stuff. Because E3 is huge, dude. It is. If you're a video game podcast and you don't fucking talk about E3, something's wrong. I don't know. This E3 is starting to seem a little light. I know. It's seeming like it's not going to be the biggest year for E3. I know, but you know what? Damn it. Well, there's no new system announcements. No, but you Microsoft I mean? is announcing new Nintendo IPs. Nintendo could drop the bomb. They could be like, the ZX or whatever Boom. it's called. Boom. Yeah, the bomb is, the, is right, dude. <laughs> the bomb is fucking right. Uh, hey, Splatoon's blowing up. Uh, for is the people it really? that own a Wii U, I yeah. saw. It. Oh, you, you want to? Yeah, here's how much it's blowing up. I walked into Walmart the other day, right? And the, you know the little wipes for like wiping your cart. Oh yeah. There's the thing on there, an ad for Splatoon. It says, once you play Splatoon, you're going to need to clean up. <laughs> and it's yeah. got the wipes. Oh I swear, God. dude. Talk about, like, synergy and advertising, right? In a shitty way. No <laughs> amazing. Pun intended. Uh, uh, I'm taking a picture of it next time, put it on the feed. but Because, uh, I mean, I really... Because I, I, I feel like it's one of those things you blink and you miss it. Like, I'll go back to Walmart and I'll be like, was that really there? Really? Because it's so whack. Anyway, uh, E3 will be interesting. We'll have to talk about it, at least to some extent. However, on this episode, we're going to be talking... We're thinking about doing pre-E3, but there's so little pre-E3. There is, though we'll get to some of it in the news special section. Not special. Nothing special. We do news every time. It's just news. It's news. And I will give a tease and say that in the next couple weeks, and you probably know what I'm talking about, 
Uh, probably the game I've been most anticipating for the last two years is coming out, so I'll be uh, uh, intermittently hyped about that. But that's uh, that's a teaser. You'll have to wait and see what I'm talking about, although it's probably pretty obvious. But anyway, um, we are also, like, you, like I said, talking about news, and then we are going to talk about a uh, subject you guys came up with, which I really liked. Uh, so why don't you guys tell me what that's going to be? So tell everyone what that's going to be. Not a lot of games lately. It's been a little slower. I mean, there have been things coming out. We don't own a Wii U. Splatoon's obviously the big thing there. Gotta get your wipes. Head on deck. Can you fucking believe it? What? <laughs> that Splatoon's big on the Wii U? No. I mean, that's cool, I guess. But no, that, like, Walmart, like, cart wipes are, like, <laughs> are, are the, uh, what do you call it, the endorsement for Splatoon? You know what I mean? Like, football players get, like, sh- Nikes. Splatoon gets cart wipes. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, you know. Um, anyway, but our topic, we decided, let's talk about, what, there is nothing else. What, what, are the, what are our comfort games? Which for uh, Kelsey and I were more the things where, no matter what, if we want to play a game, we can go back to these titles and just sort of enjoy them. No matter what, no matter how many times we've played them, uh, no matter how many different ways, these are the games we'll, we'll experiment with and play in different ways. Maybe not to the extent of, like, the Super Mario guy who figured out how to clone Goombas and create staircases that he can collect everything in a level without jumping. Maybe not to that level, oh but they're games God. we can keep coming back to. Rich Dude. took it slightly differently. Well, I, I went that way also, um, but I'm but but a couple of my picks are going to be things that uh, I feel like every game that comes out in that series kind of is like comfort food, uh, and that's the route I'm going. So, okay. All right. Uh, so, but for now, let's see what we've been playing, and Rich, why don't you take us with your first Game. Okay, uh, so I will go um, with Bloodborne. Um, so I played the shit out of Bloodborne up till about three weeks ago. Um, and oh my god, did I play the shit out of Bloodborne. Did I talk about anything but Bloodborne for like a month, Jordan? Not for a while, but that's how the Souls games are. They obsess, they consume you. They really do, they really do. Isn't one of them taglines, it will consume you or some shit? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Prepare to die, something like that. One of those. I'm just kidding. I know it's prepared to die, um, but um, but anyway. So so, dude, I'd never played a Souls game, not really. And so the thing for me was, they're all about masochistic difficulty level, right? And to me, I don't want to play a game that's designed to be difficult just to be difficult. And even if that's not what it is, which I've come to learn, it's probably not what it is. Even though that's what I kind of thought. It, I don't like things that are super duper hard. I never play games on hard. I find it not fun. I don't want to die a lot. I don't find that fun. I never have. Like, I don't want to play fucking uh, Super Meat Boy. I just don't fucking want to. <laughs> I want to play Mario, not Super Meat Boy. It's just how I am. Uh, same thing with, like, uh, all the roguelikes. Although Rogue Legacy really uh, made it made it still fun to play, even if you know, even though you die a lot. Um, and those are the kind of roguelikes that I think really work. But hard games, to me, it's just never my choice. Um, and so the Dark Souls games fell into that category of, like, you know... Hardcore gamers, like I like to consider myself, when I say I'm a hardcore gamer, not because I'm amazing at video games. Hardcore gamer because I'm passionate about video games and have been for, you know, 20 years. And right. That qualifies me. So, you know, as a, so, so even hardcore gamers were saying that Dark Souls is fucking hard. You know what I mean? And so I, I just stayed away from it. I stayed right the fuck away from it. Dark Souls 2 came out. I, I, I turned on Twitch for a few minutes, and there's a dude on there like, dude, no spoilers. And he had like a, like a delay on his notes that were scrolling down the screen, like his, like his, his, cha- his chat, mm-hmm. because like he, he wanted to make sure that nobody put any, any like, spoilers. I wonder if that was man versus game. In my, uh, I think it was. I think it was him. It was him. Oh, my yeah, you God. Were chatting you know your Twitch I remember this. <laughs> I do, yes. 
What? Twitch How did you queen. know that? You are because she Twitch. knows her Twitch shit. <laughs> she is the queen of Twitch. I tell you what. Um, anyway, um, so so yeah. The um, sorry, I just got a weird work text that should not be distracting me on our awesome podcast. But anyway, um, this the man. Yeah, it was Man versus Game. It definitely was. And uh, and he was like, I gotta play this, and I don't want to see any fucking spoilers. And he was like, all about it. So I was like, wow, dude, people love this game, and they're really... That was my first inkling. I mean, I knew people loved it. It was my first inkling that, like, there's uh, there's there's something to this that I don't get. Mm-hmm. More than it being hard. It's not just that it's hard. You know what I mean? And what that thing is I've now learned in playing Bloodborne is it's going through the levels and exploring and discovering. And discovery is my... Probably... It's the thing I like the best about the games that I like the best. You know, like Mass Effect 2 and Resident Evil 4. These are games of discovery. They're all about, like, going into new areas and, see, and like, in Mass Effect 2, exploring different planets and finding out what's there and just, just the, the areas and the levels they designs and they open up and just the cool shit you find. And Resident Evil 4, I mean, think about those levels. I mean, how amazing they were to explore. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, I mean, you know? And so what I learned about these Dark Souls games via Bloodborne is just how amazing it is to go through these levels and figure them out. And kill these enemies, and and you know, Bloodborne's a little bit. Li- I hope, I, I I believe it's more accessible because I am right at the end, like the last level. Um, and that you know, for me, I, one of the ways I did that was I over leveled like a motherfucker, <laughs> um, like real bad. Like I'm level like a hundred something in that game. Um, but man, is it fun! And um, now I've seen you guys play Dark Souls and two uh, to some extent, and so I understand there's a lot of differences. You know, those games are more medieval. This one's more like Cthulhu. Um, this is more monstery as opposed to like skeletony. I don't well, know. I mean, <laughs> there are a lot of skeletons, there are in lot of, yeah, but there, there are monster skeleton. creatures. Yeah, okay. in the Souls game. But yeah, I mean, Bloodborne is pretty much it's, it's considered a Souls game, so it's it's in the same family. Um, no, I mean, I think the mystique of those games really has grown so large that it does drive people away because mm-hmm. when it first came out with Demon Souls, people were like, oh, it is hard, but it's fun and challenging to explore. And yeah, it has a good difficulty, but it's not overwhelming. See, all I ever heard was, it was it'll, you'll, you'll want to kill yourself. Well, because that's what absorbs, that's the mythos that yeah. is built around it, the mystique of it, is yep. that it's like, it's going to pick you up and slam you to the ground for starting the game. And, and they always say, like, um, it's tough but fair. You know, that's what you say about a parent you hate. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, uh, every time you die, it's for, it's your own fault. You know what I mean? That's what you say about a parent that just punished me. It doesn't sound fun. And, and yet it is. Mad fun. Um, yeah. It's in, you know, and, and to me, I guess, level excessive leveling was one of the ways that helped me get, like, not die so much that it was excruciating. Uh, because I'm, you know, I try to like go into each area like a little overpowered. Although still, that those games they make sure that like no matter what, there's guys that can two shot you or one shot you, no matter how leveled you are. Oh, yeah. uh, so the games are really well designed. I I just love exploring the levels. I love getting the weapons. I love leveling up the weapons. I like leveling weapons in any game, anytime, anywhere. You give me a weapon to level, I will level the fuck out of that weapon. <laughs> I love doing that. Um, and this game gives you plenty of those to do. And what's crazy is. I'm still using the weapon I started the game with. I've heard a lot of people say that about Dark Souls. It's true. I'm using the cleaver I got for free on the steps in the very beginning of the whole game. (laughs) Because you can level it excessively. And you get so... Those games are so skill-based and so nuanced in their controls. And you, you get so... So what happens is, like... You level one, it's a little more level than your other weapons because, you know, you're going to put all your best leveling materials into your best, your favorite weapon or the weapon you're using. Mm-hmm. So any weapon that's a little bit lower takes at least an extra hit to kill stuff. And in a game where you get hit once and you're dead, like, that extra hit kills you. 
So you really, it's it's the incentive to switch weapons is very low. And plus, you're not used to using all the different weapons. So because, like I said, it's such a skill-based thing. I mean, I've spent 40, 50 hours learning how to use this, this flip cleaver. Yeah, it's tricky to switch over. I had that yeah. when I was in Dark Souls. So you can get a special Drake sword early on that makes it really easy for the beginning, but it doesn't scale very well. So right. switching over was tricky because it meant getting used to a new play style a little bit. Yeah, and everyone is unique, apparently. Uh, and there's and there and it's very subtle how it works and it, it's just there's just so much depth to those games they're so fun uh, I can't wait till you guys play uh, Bloodborne one day so that you can tell me how it compares because I haven't played Dark Souls and I'll never be able to play Dark Souls first that's you know, true that'll never yeah. happen Bloodborne will always be my first maybe will always be my favorite for that reason I've heard a lot of people say that that's what it is for them the Dark Souls games. Um, it, it's just great. Yeah, that'll be a while. Getting a PS4 yeah, is still so say, getting a PS4 is way down the road. But I would like to play Bloodborne. I would. The games are coming though uh, that I finally want. Want really? like uh, Persona Five is coming. Uh, Until Dawn is coming. Until Dawn, the uh, survival horror game with like Hayden Panettiere. Oh, and Brett the, Dalton. The, oh, yeah. Brett Dalton. Your boy Ward. <laughs> what did you say? Yeah. yeah. But anyway, is that the one that I was thinking that other game was that is? Um, that I was thinking the other game was that was like the one where you're like in a high school and shit. Like a haunted high school and all that. Like Obscure? Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like... It, or it, it seems like of a similar type. Okay. Yeah, it is something different. Okay. But, you know. Anyway, so, so that's Bloodborne. Bloodborne. I can't, the, the details and all the specifics, if we'd all played it, that'd be, that'd be, I could go into it and... Could have a whole and, episode. Yeah, we really could have a whole episode about all those games. In fact, maybe we should just talk about all those games one day. Yeah, once um, we, we get... Uh, yeah, I'd be all for that. That would be really fun. Just talk about those games in general. Um, but uh, until that day, let me just say, I mean, you know... It's one of those games that's not even worth rating. Like, it's a 10 out of a 10. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. And if you like what it is, it does it better than anything will ever do it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's that kind of thing. It's like, you either don't play it, or it's a 10 out of 10. It's a masterpiece. And there's very little I would change. You know what I mean? It's that kind of game. So it is that good if you end up liking it. Anyway, that's my first game. All right. So I guess uh, I'll go next with another game. Do it. Or, all right. So why not? I've been playing Dark Souls and Dark Souls 2. I had a Have you now? big marathon of where, uh, you, I don't know. You inspired me to some extent. I don't even, I think, it, no, it was the Bloodborne Frenzy. That's where, because it was so much excitement for everyone was talking about yeah, it. Yeah, that's right. I, I, I dabbled in Dark Souls before, because they, uh, I bought it, and then it was a free download game with games for gold, so I re-downloaded it, I started playing it, and I don't know, this time it finally clicked, I got moving in it, and it was just a locomotive. I kept going, kept wanting to get deeper and deeper into the game. And then, like, less than a month after Bloodborne came out, Dark Souls 2, the remaster... Prepare to Die edition or whatever? Basically, yeah. Scholar of the First Sin. Oh, that's right. It drops with all the DLC and is basically a new... Not not entirely a new game, but they, they like, randomized... Not randomized, but they replaced all the enemies and Which changed cool. how some enemies work. If they changed level designs, too, then it really would have been epic. But yeah, but... That's a, regardless, that's a new game. At that yeah, point. it's a new game. Regardless, though, it had a lot of really cool... Um, not changes that I noticed, but I heard it was more difficult. It was well, upgraded. Plus, well, plus you played it with people who had played the original Dark Souls 2, right? Yeah, Adam. So, so he was able to say, what the fuck? What's that doing there? Kind exactly. Of right. yeah, that basically. was sort of what was going on there. Um, but I was playing them both back to back. Dark Souls 2 does get, you know, sort of the, the shit of the family. It's like, because it wasn't the original director and it went in a different direction. It was half him. And it was less about exploring the world properly because you could teleport right away. Um, and much more easily because teleporting does show up in Dark Souls 1, but 
it's much more limited. It's barely fucking there. Like, by the, you were telling me, like, by the time you get teleporting, like, you've been through the entire world. Most of it, yeah. Uh, you get more places. Are you finished with one yet? Not yet. Come Not on, yet. man. I, I got to a really annoying part, less yeah. than tough, this dark area with giant skeletons. Oh, that area, man. I was in that area with you, dude, and I was just like, go get your fucking 300 million fucking souls, and you're like, fuck them. It's been too hard, you know? It Well, yeah. Um, it was You were literally that, like... Well, 30,000 souls isn't that much oh, at that man. point in the game. I don't know, dude. Um, I still hate losing souls. But I don't know. Playing them both, they're both great games. I mean, it, it is sort of that thing where it's like, yeah, Dark Souls tools maybe not quite as enchanting, but it's still really fun. Um, and I, I came into it... A lot of people said it was easier, and I don't know if it was easier or if I was just used to it by that. Uh, but th- I've been but playing so much that's, Dark Souls. W- which they say is very much also a factor. But I don't understand. Easier? Doesn't your life bar go down permanently until you humanize again? Yeah, but the game's balanced around that. You get used to it. Um, and it's pretty quick that you find a ring that keeps it at only 75%. 75 is pretty fucking shitty. You just get used to it. You just go, yeah. okay, that's my health bar. You know, yeah. I, was, I was about to say, because like, we were watching him play, it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, no, that's his health bar. And then he like got human. We're like, oh, my God, where did you get all that health from? Yeah. You just, yeah, you have to roll with it because effigies are so rare. And that was the cool thing. I was streaming it on Twitch, uh, and Adam and Kelsey were both watching as I played. Dutifully, I might add. That's very It was cool. about a, t- there was a 50, like 10 to 15 second time delay, so I would usually react, and then they would laugh when they saw whatever killed me or... Destroyed. Whatever killed you, you mean walking off the sides of cliffs? Yeah, I walked off a lot of cliffs. It was uh, amazing. And the jumping worked amazing. differently, so early on I had a couple times where I just failed the jump and rolled right off to yeah. my death. But that's fun. That's part of the, uh, that's part of the series. Um, One thing that's interesting about that series is the fact that the triggers attack. For a hack and slash, that's fucking rare. It's weird, man. Like, you I gotta get used to it. It's, yeah, and it's, you do. It's bizarre, but it's its quickly. own thing. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it's that punishing. It, it is a healthy challenge, but once you get into the flow of things and you pick up your, your, the head of steam with it, things will still kill you a lot. It'll happen, but you'll start to be... That was gross. You'll feel better about the systems. Um, so both of those are a lot of fun. I'm kind of, I'm kind of out of the mood of it right now. Not because I got sick. Well, you get tired of games after playing them for like right. a month and a half right. straight. Two games, juggling them back and forth. Uh, but I still have Dark Souls downloaded, and I, I want to finish that one at least because I know I was getting closer to the end uh, in that. But anyway, uh, that is my first games, I guess. Uh, so I'm going to throw it to Kelsey. You don't have any secrets. You haven't been playing Demon Souls, have you? Finish this <laughs> no, out. I have been playing Demon Souls. No, I'm just kidding. I, I don't even own a console for Demon Souls. That is true. You don't. <laughs> so, uh, no, my first game, well, I guess I'll start with like one of the latest games I played since I've never played this game until I came up here, which was Portal. I oh, yeah? Sat- That's true. I made you sit and... Not, yes. oh, you made, I chained you to no, a chair. No, he chained me to a chair, and I had to beat Portal or else I wasn't getting fed. In That's, one sitting. Uh, in one sitting. Beat Portal one sitting. Uh, really? Not that it was recently? hard. Yeah, yeah like, like two days ago? Yeah, I think so. Saturday night. Well, that means yeah, you gotta Saturday. play Portal 2 now. Yeah, I know. That's what he's saying, but it's like longer. and it's like much longer. It's much You're not longer. getting chained to a chair for that one. No. <laughs> I don't know. No. I don't know. Let's, let's, no, no, no. <laughs> anyway I struggled through that final test chamber Because it was like I would get to the final I got to the final test chamber I'm like Okay These other ones are really short Like were short And then They weren't too too bad And then all of a sudden Your test chamber actually hit you in the face And you're like yeah. Well, well the la- there's no point in stopping I'm almost yeah, done The last chamber is about a third of the game at least, maybe a little more, yeah, because it is so that. long. You go into the back of uh, Aperture Science and start going around, messing stuff up. But you know, overall, what, what did you think? Finally, having played a game that you should have played eight years ago. I know, right? No, I like to play games after they're like ten years old, and then like it's not cool to play them anymore. Um, no, it was a lot of fun. I enjoyed it. Uh, it took me a while to, I guess, think with portals. 
I was did not. Did you ever oh. start? Did I ever start? I don't know, because you had a lot of times where you're just like, how do I get up there? It's like, well, portals are helpful <laughs> in this scenario. I don't know. Well, it was like, also like 1 o'clock in the morning, and I was exhausted, and I just wanted to be done. But, uh... How you like, should play all great No, it's kind of a... It is how you should play the end of that game, though. That's I can imagine true, yeah. being a little bit, like, sleep and food deprived, and, like, like having her fuck with your head. You're in character. Yeah. I know. Yeah. It was nice. It was a lot of fun. I did enjoy it. I should have played it sooner, but I just never got around to it. I don't know. There's other games. There's always, I was like, well, I could play Portal, but there's these other new games. You know, new always gets you, so we, you always want to play new. We all have games that we wish we had played already, I'm, I'm sure. I know Rich does. Uh, yes, and yes. I know I do. So Portal was one. Now you can play Portal 2 in five years. I haven't played years. Portal 2, and that bums me out, because I really want to play that. Because I've heard it's just, like, pure pleasure. It's one of those games. And, it's, see, the thing to me is, and I guess it's just from so many years of thinking like a, like a, like a typical, in the typical game or way, which is, like, where's my gun at? You know what I mean? <laughs> Not my portal gun, my gun. Or where's my sword? Or where's my mechanics at? There's nothing to shoot in that game. Right. And, and it's, so it's, it's not that I don't love those games, but those, uh, The Wolf Among Us, the reason I'm not further in that, I played the first chapter again recently, and that is just such a phenomenal game. The reason I'm not further in that is because when I sit down for a video game, I often want to have a mechanic-heavy game because I watch so much TV, I read so many comics, so I get so many stories that are passive that like a more passive game is less in, in, intriguing to me now that I do so many other things. When I used to just play games a lot more, I guess it was a little less of an issue because it was like, well, I'd have three different flavors of games. I'd have my game that was basically like a movie, and then I'd have my game that was basically like a puzzle game, or was a puzzle game, mm -hmm. and then I'd have my action-packed game, and at whatever mood I was in, I'd pick one of those. Now, when I'm in the mood for a movie or a TV, you know, like a TV show, I watch a TV show. There's so much good TV out there. So no, I can definitely see that. Like, yeah, I'm not big. Um, <clears throat> I don't play many passive games. So and Portal definitely being more of a passive game, and I don't yeah. really play many puzzle games. And I guess it's like a puzzly type game. But I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It's definitely something that now I under. I mean, like, I kind of wish I didn't know as much about it because it was kind of like oh. But I now understand. Like when people make references to Portal, it's like oh, oh yeah. yeah, no, I understand it now better. You already you knew that context. song, right? Yeah, context. Yeah, you already exactly. knew that context. song and shit, right at the end. Oh yeah, no, of course. Well, you I like John, you know Jonathan Cole. Anyway, so. okay. Right. It, you know, just fell into it that way. But yeah, so I played Portal finally. It was a lot of fun. I see why people like it so much. So nice. I buy brutes, don't like puzzles and adventure games. Gotta have a gun. Ah. Before I talk about my next game, <laughs> I am not a brute, damn it. Grandpa. Before I talk about my next game, I would like to hear, do you guys have tons more to talk about? I've got probably a couple that I'm going to quick off. There's only like uh, maybe... Three I really want to talk about. Okay, well, well, I, I okay, well, then I'll go. No, I'll let you guys go because I only have one more real big one that I want to talk about. So let me ask you, let me ask you both to tell me about the wondrous world of Life is Strange. <laughs> oh my goodness, Life uh, is Strange is a masterpiece of a game, and that's probably my game of the year game. Yeah, this I'll is what Jordan was telling me to. It was pissing me off because there's nothing more, because off? there's nothing more annoying than when somebody comes up to you with this big smirk on their face about something you don't get because you haven't played it, you don't get it. <laughs> And they just and and you heard it was like okay it was pretty good you know what I mean and maybe the second one got amazing reviews uh, which I didn't see but I, I know it has now um, and people are just like no 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 dude you just don't get it it's the most amazing fucking thing that changed my fucking life I was crying I was it was life changing I did. it's just annoying once I play it I'll be like oh my god I get it look it there I, there is criticism of the game online and I think it is valid to an extent like uh, what I'd always heard was like. 
bad writing and I don't mean story I mean bad like like they don't talk like real people or if they do it's awkward and annoying talk uh, the 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 mouths maybe don't the match overuse up. of the word hella um, yeah hella oh it's colloquial as fuck a little bit but you know I mean the bigger thing about it is that. I don't know. It just it it works. It is a it is a genre I like. I like school stories. I like coming yeah. of age stories. Yeah. I like time travel stories. Right. Um, it kind but of ticks all the boxes for you. It does a great job of building its cast of characters. I feel connected to them. Maybe some other it, people aren't. Well, no. That that said, like fuck the language. Fuck any of it. I don't care if I feel awkward when somebody's saying something. If at the end of that experience, I know that person inside and out. That writer did his job, and that's that. Oh yeah, definitely. Like you know I feel, mean? like I feel like I like it's like oh you're talking to like this person. It's like well I know she likes this this and this. And I know how she'll talk and stuff like that. Yep. So it's it, they kind of almost feel like your friends. Like you kind of feel like you're mm-hmm. Max and you're making these friends with these people. And it like really hurts you when you see things. And the rewind mechanic is like the best and worst thing in the entire game because you can just sit there and you're like hold on. But, but did I say the right thing? As soon as you sit there and you rewind, yeah, you, you try can, again. Every every major decision in the game. I mean, it's very much it's a telltale adventure game. They've all you know they become a genre unto themselves. Sure, but it's where you know you get these major decision points, and unlike Telltale, where you just pick one and see what happens, this you see sort of like the immediate repercussion. And you have like the small conversation with the character or characters over whatever your decision was, and then Max will think to herself, "What if I did the other way?" And she can rewind, and you can see what happens immediately if you do it the other way. And you How, have, however, you said not completely right. You can't completely change it? Well, it's a limited space of of time change. Yeah, I mean, usually when you're at a big decision, you're pretty much at it, and you can rewind it before it and make a different choice. But yeah, you don't see what's going to happen further down the line until you actually... And then you you can only go one decision back. Yeah, you set in stone your decision. Yeah. Um, So it's almost the illusion of choice, because you get very little bit of, 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 of... Well... I mean, it's still making the choice. That, that's always the thing with this I, game. I take it back. I totally misspoke. Not the illusion of choice. The You totally make the choices and they totally count, and that's amazing. The illusion of being able to go back and make another choice. Because you can, but only in a very limited way. Yeah, no, because if you if you really see the repercussions, by that time, you can't go back. You know, yeah. like Jordan was saying, you see the immediate repercussions. Like, it's like... Like, this isn't a real choice, but it's like, are you going to kick the bottle or are you not? And then it's like, someone's like, hey, my stuff was in it. And then, like, you're like, oh, shoot, so you rewind, and then you don't kick it. But then later on down the line, it's like, oh, man, I wish you'd kick Steve's bucket because he's stupid. And so then you're like, oh, man, well, I like that person. These are terrible examples. These are terrible examples. Well, I can only think of, like, real ones. But, like, so it's like, basically, like, you're like, you see the immediate one, and you're like, well, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but then it's like, you go down the line, and then they're like... Well, I really wish why, you or had done it. Or why didn't you stand it. up for me? Or yeah, something. exactly. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. And these the decisions all build. That's the thing. Like, are you have... drawing the Beatles? No, <laughs> he's drawing these figures, and they all have like Beatles haircuts. I don't know why they have Beatles haircuts. They do though. All right, sorry. Uh, go ahead. I, I sketch anyway, or I doodle. I should say. Uh, <laughs> the the thing about it is when because and when you say illusion of choice, that kind of brings me to my the main thing about it is the thing with. Because you know, Don't Not basically walked in and, for me, I know there's still two episodes left, I know some people don't like it, but to me they dropped the mic on Telltale. They just, they came in, they saw what Telltale was doing, and they did it better than Telltale's done it. Which Even better than Walking Dead. Yes, and there's a very... Which is mind-blowing. There's a very key reason why. When you look at The Walking Dead, however emotional it can get... And your choices. I mean, you were talking about how much how, you cried at the end of well, that. Well, I did, and I don't. I don't want to discount the experience I had with The Walking Dead. It is a great, well-told story. But at the end of the day, 
the thing it always comes back to with The Walking Dead and most of Telltale games is your choices ultimately they change the flavoring of the story as opposed to where it ultimately goes. More about how you feel about what you did. Exactly. Not what you really impacted. Yeah, and that is where this game gets next it levels does it. it. Next because levels it. It, it for 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 a while it feels like okay you're not really ma- you're you're doing the thing you do in a telltale game where you make choices and it'll change the flavoring but ultimately things still kind of follow a similar path right in this game there is a very key moment and it's at the end of the second game where something like that happens you feel like okay no matter what this bad thing was going to happen but you know i had all of these options and how it happened how it went down was on me because i made the different choices but whatever but then when you get to the very end you know, like most of these games, it has the, you did blank, how many people did this, how many people did this? And you find out, oh no, I, it is because I effed up as the player that this happened. It could have gone the completely different way, the story would have been different, and it, 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 it puts the, it really puts the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Onus? The onus. It puts it on you as the player, not as this is where the story was going no matter what. You affected the flavoring. I it just went. can't believe that they're able to fundamentally do a story that's that divergent. I mean, the way it works out works out, but it's it's the the impact of the moment. Well, that moment impact. can be impactful if somebody dies, for example. I don't know what happens. I'm guessing someone probably dies. I don't want to know. Not even. I'm actually turning my head <laughs> while I say this, so I don't see any like nods of recognition. But um, well, no, you know but, when though, if like let's say somebody dies in that scene, like you could still the story could still go in mostly the same directions, but you just don't have that character anymore. You know what I mean? Like, that could happen. I can see them pulling that off. They do that in The Walking Dead, don't they? Not really. No, because it's Not either really. or in that, Be- Because right? for the it's most part, it's like, or. if the person's going to die, the person's going to die. Like, and in, a lot in, of the times so... with The Walking Dead, it's like, oh, you can save this person or this person. I mean, it's been a couple of years. Most of the people in The Walking Dead are dead by the end of that game. Yeah. A lot of the people who you like, oh, I saved... A at this point instead of B. Well, usually there's a point later where A or B is going to die no matter what anyway. Right. Um, this, it just, it's the way it's crafted. It's the way the whole episode builds to it. It's just something. It's just really extre- well done. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's a ridiculously well done. It captures something that is tragic in real life. Not to say it is as, you know, impactful as it would be if it happened in real life, but it makes you feel like either, either a huge success or a huge failure. Right. It's really hard. Well, you know, Jordan and I have text messages, and if you honestly read our text messages, you would be like, do they have friends who have, have, are having issues? Because we talk about these characters, like, that we're, like, we're just texting each other, like, oh my god, I can't believe this happened. It's, I swear to god, if this happens to X person, I'm going to be so upset. It's a lot of that. The characters are really well done, and yeah, maybe sometimes the dialogue isn't great, maybe the lip-syncing is atrocious, if you want to nitpick, but so far between the first yeah. three, ep- well, so a lot of people do. But for the first three episodes, I mean, this is a hugely polarizing game. Even on websites, I find it funny because if you go to Kotaku, you can go to tags and look at, like, just Life is Strange stories. And you'll have stories where it's like, Life is Strange is doing something radically different than other games, and it's amazing. And then the next story will be like, Man, Life is Strange is a weird little piece, a mess of a game. And so it's like, it's so bipolar yeah. even on, you know, the same website. I mean, it's different writers. So sure, which happen. is cool about Kotaku. But, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's interesting. I, I, you know, I, I think it's really interesting that there, are, that there is a game like that. I, I think it's impossible to talk about that game at all without the context of Remember Me. Uh, which was, you know, it was on my top ten list. I think it was number two or three. That yeah, game. I mean, it was definitely a great title. That game it was their premiere, really. It was, and that game rocked. I mean, for a for a, a, a first game from a company, that game was fucking stellar. I mean, yeah, the mechanics didn't weren't executed impeccably, but it was pretty fun. 
the, the mechanics were pretty fun. It let you buy moves. It let you, you know, fight. It was pretty interesting. The the whole the whole and the storyline is great, and it's got great twists, and you know, a little bit been there, done that, twisty. But I, I mean, that game was just fucking great, and and it had and it put me to Paris, which I'd never go to. I never go to Paris in any game ever, and it was like this rules. I'm in Paris, you know. Yeah, they um, think they do different stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm always excited. I'm excited to see the next two episodes, which, you know, they've been pretty we, good on their we schedule. we know when it's coming? Uh, it should be July and uh, September, if, if it, they if follow the same schedule, yeah. Although, the pressure mounts when you start having people say this is a life-changing experience. and I mean, they need to making, stick the landing, yeah. yeah. You know? um, but but that's the thing. I, I, I was saying, even if they completely botch the ending, it won't... Oh, I mean, I can't, okay, they could find a way to F it up, but it won't change episode two, which is just yeah. a sterling example of, of great gaming. Awesome. Well, I can't wait to play it, man. Um, what are they, five each? Five each, yeah. yeah. You can get the whole season for 20. That's a pretty good great deal. Yeah. I've just been buying them episodically because... I, Which you rarely do, so that yeah. really says something. Like, you never do that. I want to always. This is the one that has me uh, yeah. caught. At hello. Right. Anyway. Uh, I guess I guess I'll quickly note a couple yeah. other games, because uh, I have one more I want to talk about a little, which is actually with Kelsey, and you'll be able to chime in, too. Cool. Uh, Far Cry 4. When do I not? <laughs> Far well, Cry 4! Uh, I've been playing it, and... So I've been waiting for you to play this fucker, because that, if you remember back, uh, not last year, but the year before that, <laughs> there was a huge twist on one of our episodes, and it was Jordan Rich pulling the rug... I loved it. It was Jordan pulling the rug out under me, and calling Far Cry 3 his favorite game of the year. Yeah, because... Far Cry 3 was a great game. It did so much, it made me care about a series I had never had the slightest inkling in. Which is amazing. Um, I bought it off a Redbox rental. Just, I was like, nope, I need to, I gotta go buy this because I wanted to own it and I yep. wanted to play it and I wanted to just completely, you know, go and at not it. not rush it. Yeah. And I love Far Cry 3. It had a great villain. It had a great story. I know a lot of people give it crap, but I love the progression. People give it, people it. Give it crap. Oh, really? Oh, the progression of in the gameplay and stuff. Not so much progression of the story. Right? No, I like the progression of the story. Oh, I, I thought like how that, he starts off goes as kind away of, and it ruins it. Well, that part, but I like the way that, uh... I forget the main character's name, but I like the way he goes from, like, the douchey party guy, which is how that game opens. Great opening. That opening is amazing. And then he actually becomes a warrior, and it gets a little weird, sure, but and I you don't remember it. his name. Sure. <laughs> hey, I don't remember a lot of people's game names. Games. Names. I don't remember games either. But, no, I enjoyed it. Vaughn is obviously the star. So, yeah, when he goes away, it's a bummer. Um, Far Cry 4, I've been playing, and it is... It's Far Cry 3. It had to fall into your lap for you to even play it. That is true. I, I got it because a friend has it and we have this whole Xbox yeah. borrow yeah. thing. Um, here's the thing about it. It's really fun because Far Cry 3 is really fun and they added a few new mechanics. Uh, a lot of great new animals to hunt, which I think is really fun, like honey badgers, rhinos. What's really <laughs> fucked up about it is it's basically a poaching simulator. Well, it's basically like, boy, bit. boy, I wish I had a new quiver for my arrows. Oh, look, it's a cheetah. It's you know what I mean? Why don't I go skin it? It's yeah. terrible. What? Because I mean, it's like, what? Crazy like that, though. No, but 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 in, in what's ridiculous in Far Cry people in most things, <laughs> most things are murder simulators. If we're going to be that literal, you know what I mean? <laughs> but the thing with Far Cry that I always find hilarious, and my girlfriend hates it because it's like, no, I got to kill these endangered rhinos. I need five of them to make a new wallet. Yeah, yeah. One is not enough. Two is not enough. No, four, four a wallet too. I know four not enough. Well, you need the special part of the skin, and all that rest you just throw away. Yeah, I mean, you don't use fuck all that of it. Yeah, come on, you don't now. use it. You only want the prime pieces. I want a supple wallet. <laughs> supple rhino wallet. But, 
No, I mean, so the hunting is the fun. Underbelly, man. I, I still say the worst is in Assassin's Creed, the boat games where you can just go whaling. That's oh, yeah. pretty terrible. Oh, I never even thought about the implications of that, but that is so true. But no, it's like, a, oh yeah, there are whales too. You're, I was going to say it was like a threatening shark, but no, there's whales. Yeah, no, there's whales. You up. kill Moby Dick. You just, you just you straight up do. You just throw spears at him until he dies. Oh, um, so true. You totally do. And then like you can't kill him until you have like like... Level up to 30 spears, and then you can do it. Oh, yeah, no, you That's need, brutal. like, the best boat. Otherwise, he sinks it. Uh, so, so, the... As he should. <laughs> I don't know. The story I've liked so far, yeah. uh, I think... Well, Pagan Men's not really in it, because you kind of... You hang out. He he kidnaps you at the beginning, and then he's you escape, and what? it's like... No, Pagan Men. I haven't really seen him. He's not Oh, Pagan much, Men. Yeah. I always think his name is Pagan Man. Always. <laughs> it, yeah. Uh... But I'm enjoying it. It is fun. You know, that's the thing with the Far Cry games now. They are just fun to play. Yeah. Um, and Which is not... a big difference. Because Far Cry 2, decidedly unfun. Really cool game. Had a lot of the same mechanics as 3. Totally not fun. So so I've heard. And, and you know, here's the nice thing about the Far Cry games. At least for now, they're not oversaturated like Assassin's Creed. It's been two what? years between titles. Oh, okay. There might be another two years, hopefully. They could have, they could announce Far Cry 5 at, at E3, who knows. Um, but there's a, there's distance there, and it allows me to now have it and not feel like I'm, I need to be rushed. I mean, I haven't played either Rogue or Unity, and now Victory's coming out. It's like, do I need to play it? Does it really matter? Should I just play the ones I care about at this point? Well, I want to know what the... Yeah, and I'll, you know what else snuck out like crazy? The, the Chronicles games. Oh, Assassin's yeah, Chronicles. Creed. I, I, China. I, I turned on my, like, I went to IGN, and it was, like, two months ago, China came out. I'm like, what? And they have two more coming before And I check IGN year. every day and I even notice. What are they, actually, Russia? Russia. I don't see. There's well, I don't too much Assassin's classic. Exactly. I mean, uh, anyway, so Far Cry 4, I am enjoying. It's just, Maybe I'll have more to say as the story develops, as I play more time of it. But so far... Uh, it's subtle upgrades, subtle nice nice changes, and, that, and that it supposedly it. looks a little better. But again, you're not the biggest on on graphics, not, and not to mention it doesn't look that different. Not I mean, really. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Uh, Marvel Future Fight is a um, iPad game. It's basically you know they have all of these mobile free to play Marvel games. This one's mm-hmm. a brawler. Okay. Uh, has the same old ISO eight that those who have played Marvel Puzzle Quest or Marvel Avengers Alliance are familiar with. This weird, random element that they just have in these games. Um, it's fun. It's kind of plays, it can kind of play itself pretty well. Uh, you get a lot of the cool characters are in there. I have the Hulkbuster on my team. Uh, it's nothing I'm like running back to. It's definitely nothing I'm going to spend money on because it's just not addictive enough. Uh, but, you know, if you, if you want to try out a Marvel Brawler, it's no Ultimate Alliance, but it is a game. Is it on your phone or iPad? It's on my iPad, yeah. What do you touch dudes to hit them? Yeah, you like drag them around and you, you can tap and they have special moves. It's nothing great, like I said. But it's, it's fun for Marvel fans. I'm enjoying yeah. it enough on that. Okay. Uh, so there's that. Uh, I picked up Spyro Year of the Dragon, which is a, the... Amazingly for PS2. Two or one? One. Oh my god. Yeah, it's an original. Okay. And it holds up spectacularly. This is the only Spyro game of the original trilogy I never played. Um, I know, right? What? Skeptical eyes on me. It holds up spectacularly. It does! Oh, no, it's really still... It's a lot of fun still. It's it's crazy. I put it on the screen. No, because I, I at where I work at a used game store, I put it on and I was like, holy crap, not only does it still look great, I mean, it yes... It looks like a PS1 game, but it looks like a fantastic PS1 really? game. Really? And the controls are just tight. Yeah, you have to use shoulder buttons I didn't buttons know for Spyro camera. was ever tight. 
Yeah, Spyro was. I thought amazing. he was a little floaty and shit. He's like no, a little he's dragon, dragon and shit. so he can float. But he you know, no, but he's t- no running around, charging stuff like that. No, it's tight control. Even the nice. mini games yeah. still hold up. Like I, I, I got to a mini game in it where it's like you got to skateboard as Spyro, and I was like, oh god, these old PS One mini games. This is where the games fall apart. And I was like, no, this control's stellar too. I was, it was like mind blown at how good this game still that's is. That's impressive. That's right? I mean, that's the power of Insomniac, I guess. Before they were hitting this, <laughs> that sweet hitting sweet the fuse. Uh, Hitting that sweet, sweet. What was the game after Fuse? Oh, uh, oh, oh, oh! The uh, Sunset Overdrive. That's not Insomniac, is it? Yeah, that's Insomniac. Boy, that game's terrible. <laughs> I mean, that game's terrible. You sure that's them? That's them. Yeah. I thought that was the other guys. Sure, it's not Naughty Dog. Nah, <laughs> no, Naughty no, Dog's no. still cranking out Uncharted. Oh yeah. my god! They're doing that collection now. Thief's End. Anyway, I still want to play it. Uh, so Spyro. Uh, I, I would say, well, if you have a PlayStation, you can just download these. If you games. have any PlayStation ever, yeah. you can play it. Yeah. So that's great. Uh, and the last, the last small thing I have to mention is that as a proud owner, yes, I said proud of Halo: The Master Chief Collection, <laughs> I was for my loyalty and suffering. Very well rewarded, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Considering it was already a tight package, I was given a new free map. For the multiplayer, a remastered of Relic, which is one of my favorite Halo 2 maps, and the complete ODST for free. Uh, and I love ODST, but for Halo 4, it was my favorite yeah, Halo campaign. Never been, never been my favorite. It, it's just, it's very. I, li- I appreciate that it's moody, but a little depressing. It's like a, it's like a greatest hits package. It's like everything you want, bam, bam. Like got a big love vehicle level. Yeah, with like you got a sniper with level, a bunch of piano. The, oh, the, the music is beautiful. It's beautifully melancholy. Well, I like music like that, though. <laughs> okay. It's got, know, like, a noir feel to it. You I love don't. noir. <laughs> just, just a joke. It was a joke. <laughs> no, it's knocking her stuff around, man. <laughs> no, you love noir, though. It's got that. You, like, you can see you can see him putting, like, a trench coat over his armor and, a, a like, a hat on. Get a cigar he can't smoke. <laughs> just I mean, put it perfect. on the visor. The streets of New Mombasa. <laughs> Um, I don't it's know. It's a great game. I I never played it until I came up here. I never played Halo I had to Twister 3 Arm ODST. on this. Yeah, no, it's really? fantastic. Why do you have to twist your arm? Okay, I thought you love some Halo. I do, but I were playing ODST, and because it, like you start off in an open world, and it doesn't tell you where to go. I got frustrated, and I just stopped. I had, yeah, I so I then, didn't stop, but I had a similar like. I, I felt like I was. I felt like they didn't do a very great job of like telling you where to go initially. Yeah, no, I, I, so I was just kind of like, and then I didn't, I wasn't a big, I guess I probably played a lot of Halo at that time too, so I was kind of like over it, like, mm-hmm. his Assassin's Creed was the same way, like I had played 2 and Brotherhood back to back, and then Revelations came out, and I was like, I don't want to play this, even though, because I was just like, I just, I have I so much exactly Assassin's Creed. Yeah. I know that exactly happens. So. happens. That's why I haven't played Unity or Rogue, I was like, I started them up, and I'm just going, not again. Yeah, I didn't even finish Unity, and Rogue, like I put, I started, and I was like, man, I mean, those games both feel pretty... Yeah, at least Unity yeah. was back to the old style, and it was a little, like... It was Rogue new, is at least in a couple Black Flag. At least a couple... It was, like, a couple years, like... It was, a re, re, it was like, the new version of at least a couple-year-old game, as opposed <laughs> to the game I literally played, like... It felt like ten hours ago, literally. Yeah. Uh, so, but, yeah, I love the Master Chief Collection. I'm back in a Halo kick. Uh, been finished that the Halo 2 fucking Guardians. I'm, Can you believe that's this year? Yes. I'm excited. Can you believe so, that this It's year? been three years, so I, I know, hope. but it, I know, but it came. Same thing as the game that I'm looking forward to this month. Like it finally came. Yeah. Uh, and so this last thing is one Kelsey and I had been playing. Killer is dead. We picked oh. up. Oh, got the big fancy box right there. I have it too. Can it? you pass it over? I'll look at it. Oh wait, no, uh, no, that's the just box? the regular box. Yeah. The fancy box over there. Fancy I see the regular. That's enough. Yeah. Dude, I played this. This game's sweet. 
we are on what mission six, six or seven? seven. So we're about halfway through it. When you were telling me we're you were gonna, seven. you were looking. Oh yeah. my god, seven bucks. Yep, that's a tragedy, dude. This <laughs> game, this the. You know what I thought you were gonna, you were picking up when you said that? I thought you were picking up Killer Seven. I well, okay, that's what I would have liked to pick up, but. I couldn't find it anywhere in the shipping oh, okay. and getting it here. I was like, Killer yeah. Seven is like I've heard like literally genius. I've, I see. I played it when it first came out, but I'm like I was too young. The whole thing? No, no, not the yeah, whole thing. But I played it and I was like I did. I couldn't get no, into it. No, me neither. I was too young. Yeah. I didn't get it. I, and I'm older than you, and I still didn't get it. Like I was just like I was just like what the fuck? This I rail system. This rail system makes no sense. Like wait, I go wait. Wait a second, I just, like, hold this button and I move forward? That makes no fucking sense. Why would I do that? Why would anybody think to do that? But apparently that game's genius. And it's all, like, makes, like, makes like genius points on war and all this shit. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, anyway, so we've been playing that, and it is... Killer is Dead is impenetrable. Uh, it's, I don't know <laughs> it what's is. happening. It makes no I sense. No, it makes no sense. They keep saying Killer is Dead, and Jordan are just like, what does that even mean? They, what does that even mean? It means nothing. The guy stole the moon, it's in his eye. And doesn't the guy like take a sword and kill somebody and then go, Killer is Dead? Yeah, something. no, like, yeah. Every, before he kills like the final boss, it's like he's like, Killer is Dead, and he chops their head off. Final like, boss of the level. Yeah, final boss of the level, yes. Final boss of the level. He's like, Killer is Dead. I was about to say, spoiler! But yeah, um... <laughs> it wouldn't be a spoiler if no. that's what he says every time. No, it's a fun game, though. It is fun. It's, it's, the Chigolo missions are the terrible. The Chigolo missions... Are they terrible? They're or atrocious. Are they, fantastic? they don't bother me. I don't know. They don't bother me. I, I guess mean, you're, they're, they're you're a woman. You can, you can, you can not be... They're, they're pretty. It's just like I get you stare at boobs, stare at crotch, occasionally look at face and be like, I'm bored with that already. And then back down. That's I mean, the whole mini game. Yeah, but then no. you give them chewing gum. Second of all, the point of them is how shallow men are. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it literally is. I mean, it's not like it's. I don't know. It to me, I see that. I think you're giving. Like, I think you're giving too much credit just because it's Suda. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's possible. But that's here. fine. I mean, he made he made you know the masterpiece that is Shadows of the Damned. I know the guy's capable of subtlety, even though if you fucking play some of his games, there's no subtlety anywhere. Like. um... Lollipop Chainsaw? No, no, no. Yeah, but... Um, no More Heroes? Yes. Both of those. They're so unsubtle. He's just like, yeah, I'm gonna save my game. Time to take a shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> but at Roll least, up I some don't know. toilet paper. At least Lollipop I, Chainsaw... I just don't like... I don't like toilet humor At myself. least Lollipop Chainsaw had some, like, satire and was playing with it. This is just... It's supposed ogling. to be playing with it. He just doesn't... It, people just... Don't get me wrong, though. Uh, it's definitely in its own little world on how it plays and how the missions work, but... I don't know. It, it's it's bizarre enough that we are enjoying it. Oh, here's how. Yeah. I was, here's what I was going to say about Suda Fifty One being subtle. Um, the main character of Shadows of the Damned is illiterate. Yeah, and that's amazing. Like you never get a hero that's actually illiterate. He goes up to a book and he's like struggling to read it. No, that was the best. That has never happened. That has never happened in a video game where I've ever had a main character that was like deficient, so deficient. You know what I mean? In some category that most people aren't. And I was like, oh my god, like he made that character illiterate. That's amazing. And then like the skull the skull uh the Johnson? The boner, the big boner. Big boner. Johnson. Yeah, yeah Johnson. Johnson. He's smart as shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just there's subtlety there. I love that. Anyway, that game is genius. Like how can somebody make oh I remember the Resident Evil guy was involved in that game. Yeah. So it had good mechanics. Yeah. These mechanics are like eh. They work. They, yeah. They're serviceable. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Uh, any other thoughts on Killer's Dead? Really? It's like... No, it's just a lot of fun. It's a weird little game. Uh, I mean, if you like games Look, like that, definitely Deal out death it. and love. <laughs> it's seven bucks, you know, right? it, Yeah, yeah. Dude, bucks. I paid like, like 15 
Yeah, no, I would say play it. If you like little, if you like Suda 51 games, definitely play it. It's a fun little game. Don't expect story. Cause I don't, don't expect to... Shadows of the Dam either. Yeah, don't expect Shadows of the Dam. If you haven't played Shadows of the Dam, play that first, then go. You'd probably get that for 7 too. Yeah, because it's a great, but it's a great game. Um, all right. Uh, so that's all my games. Do you have any other games? I mean, probably, possibly. I, I have a couple little ones and I like, I guess a bigger one. But well, like, I played it. a little bit of, um, because Witcher 3 Thousand of Kings came out, and I don't have it, so I wanted to play a Witcher game, and Witcher 2 was free uh, a while back, so I've been playing a little bit of Witcher 2. Wait, 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 wait. You mean Witcher Wild Hunt came out? Yeah, Witcher, yeah, yeah. Assassin's of Kings is 2. Yes, I and it's I awesome. I've played that whole game. Witcher 3? No, 2. Oh, Witcher 2? I do like Witcher 2. Um, I, I heard a lot of things about it, like, people were like, the combat is, like, really stupid, and I'm like, I... It's not stupid, it's different, and it's you have different. to know that. Like, yeah. it's very strategic, it's very planning-based, and you have to know that. And then you can also, you can, like I always over-level, you can over-level it and get really powerful. But there is a way to, like, if you just start playing it and expect it to be, like, a normal hack-and-slash, or even, like, Dragon Age, like, it's not that. And it plays very differently. No, it's a lot of fun, though. I do wish, kind of, because you have all the oils and the potions and like that. Gotta I kinda, use them. Yeah, you have, to, you have to use them. But I do kind of wish, like, in certain submissions, like, you can't really tell when you're going into a boss fight. Yeah. And then you can't oil... Like, you can, no, you can oil your weapon, but you can't use potions. Yeah. So it's kind of like... Uh, and they don't really explain potions. You can't oil up before me. <laughs> oil up and hit the gym. <laughs> Darn it. Damn it. Anyway. But, uh, but yeah, I kind of wish... They did a little bit better with that because sometimes you. No, you're right. It's, and... it's a little bit like that. It's a little uh, obtuse. Yeah, the whole game is a little obtuse, and like just the, the the way that the like the the spells work is a little bit busted to the point where you barely ever use them. Yeah, I like use one spell. And I use the it. one that like gives me like shielding, or that yeah. I use, or sometimes certain bosses you have to use like lightning or something like on water or something yeah. to make them freeze. And they, I mean, it's like it, it's like it's staccato. Some levels are fucking killer hard. Some of them are super easy. It's not that well balanced. But what it does have is a great fucking story. And everyone always told me that, and I was like, really? Does it really? It does. No, I've enjoyed it, and I like I said, it's it's a lot of fun. It, it, I wanted to play a Witcher game. I never played a Witcher game. Wild Hunts out. I don't have that yet. So I was like, I'll play Assassin's the Kings. I got it for free. Play it. It's a lot of fun. So where are you at in it? Um, I am like at the end of chapter. Like I'm finishing up chapter one. Oh, so, oh wait. You mean you haven't even gotten to? You mean the prologue or chapter one? Chapter one. Okay. I think I, I there's like there's like a big decision that I still have to make. Okay. Between yeah, yeah. who I go with. Yeah. Okay, you got a lot to go. Yeah. And when I say that, you got a lot of the best to go. You know, I mean, it's still, I played a lot of the game, even the prologue in chapter one. Like, there's a lot to play in yeah. that game, yeah. even before you make your, like, big game deciding decision on which path you take. So, it's a lot of fun. To me, it's, it was a pretty easy decision, but. <laughs> <laughs> I did not play that much of it, but uh, it a was a game. Yeah. I might get back to it one day. I don't even know if I downloaded it when it was free because I don't know that I cared. You should have, though. It's I like, might have. It's like four bucks at GameStop, I think. That, yeah. too. Games also lose their value pretty steadily once they go games for gold, I think. And other reasons. Understandably. But. So, yeah. Played that. Um, played Peggle 2 with, uh, because Jordan and I have, are sharing a, like a home system. I don't know. It's weird. It is. Uh, it don't, like don't, don't blow the whistle on it. <laughs> Everyone, they know. They're cool yeah. with it. Weirdly. They, they're cool with it. Microsoft, be cool. Be cool, Microsoft. But it's been playing Peggle too. It's a lot of fun. I can't believe how much fun it is. Peggle's sweet. I kicked your butt in it. 
anyways. I want free Peggle. Peggle was a little overpriced. It's an amazing game. It's a little expensive. I don't and, know. And, and, I apparently put 600 hours into it. <laughs> yeah, well, did. Then you got your money's worth. According, according to my time clock, I'm like, something nah, happened here. It's called pause, yeah, or something. I did, I did not play that. I, I mean, I played it probably over 100-some hours, yeah, but yeah. I was like, 666, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. 666? The Demon's Peggle. <laughs> the Demon's Peggle. Wait, we're just talking about Shadow of the Damned. <laughs> All right. But yeah, played that. Um, I played a little bit of The Evil Within. I'm enjoying that. A lot of fun. Oh, you finally like played it. Remember, I, I was did. like, you gotta play that. You'll love yes. it. It is. It's a lot of fun. I, uh, isn't that funny, first though? Two chapters. Isn't that funny, though? Like, neither you nor I, we both love Resident Evil. Like, love Resident Evil, right? Yeah. And both of us are like, it's really fun, but not really playing it. Yeah, no, it's really... <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm kind of that way, too. I'm like, this is fun, but... I'm just not playing it. I don't have anything wrong with it, really. No, there's nothing wrong with it. I enjoy it. It's a it's fun, fun little burning person mechanic. That was yeah, fun I like to me. That. I totally believe you guys. You sound so in love. No, well, that's it's, the it's thing. Fun. I'm going to go home and play it some <laughs> I know. That's how I feel. I want to like prove to people it's good, including myself. I know. You're going to jump back into Lords of Shadow and then finish up Mass Effect 3 after that? Shut up. <laughs> Lords of Shadow is on my list. It's on the bucket list. <laughs> Dude, Lords of Shadow is on the fucking... I mean, I don't know. I, I, I expect to go skydiving before I play I that Because I saw a lot of games I'm like, I'm just going to buy it and beat it before both of you. Like, you should buy it before all of us because Tim also tried. <laughs> it, it, it'll sap your will to Gabe. No, it's it's impossible. <laughs> Some people have Challenge? alleged to have done it. I don't know. No, I swear, it. Kelsey, it's, that's what I said six different times. I'm going to do it. Six different times I said that. Wait till you start clinging Shadow of the Colossus style to one of those fucking bosses and you see if you keep playing Wait until you're right up at the top, you're about to kill the boss, and then he shakes you fucking loose, and then you're all the way on the ground again, and you're like, oh my god, I can't fathom doing that again. Just wait. And then you tell me. I seriously, challenge accepted. I heard it here. Maybe maybe if we played it together. Maybe if we all played together, like our combined might might topple this. We tap out. Done! There's three of us, we all just tap out like, nope, done. Um, it's bad. I have it at home. My big game that I guess was actually the latest Games with Gold free game for uh, Xbox One. It was uh, Massive Chalice, uh, Double Fine. The it latest. Is what is this? so much fun. What is it? It is like... The newest, they released it free. They released it free. came out on the first. came out on the first. It is an SRPG from uh, Double Fine, basically. It really? is so much fun. I don't what? like SRPGs. What is either. it? I gotta look it up. I never even heard of it. it Neither had I no. until they announced it. No, because like Double Fine literally released it, and it was a release for games with gold. Like it was free. Like once it was released, mm-hmm. it's so good. It's a, it's an SRPG. I don't like SRPGs normally, but this wrong. one wrong. But go on. I don't. I don't know. I just. I don't get into them. I don't. I just. I feel bad whenever my people die. I'm just like, no. I love you, babies. Please don't die. They don't um, die permanently in every game. <laughs> I know, but anyways, so. But it's a fun game. You you have the SRPG element, and then you also... So it's like this 300-year war that you're fighting in, and you are an immortal king, and you kind of can see through the eye, like, and you have this massive chalice, and it, it talks to you. You don't say. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's almost the name of the game. Um, massive chalice, it talks to you. It's like, hey, you, we have this corruption. It's called the Cadence. We don't know what the Cadence is or why it's around, but hey, it's here. And you, you're mobile, so you, but you can see through the eyes of your like people that you, your warriors. And there's three different classes: there's alchemists, um, cavers, and there's hunters. And then between them, and then between them, they have different classes that you can make because 
you have kingdoms, and in kingdoms you put a king and queen, and then they have babies, and then they and train. <laughs> and now keys. And then they have babies, <laughs> and they um, keep the land going because it's a three hundred year war, and you have to. Like, so it's very generational. So yeah, it's very generational. You get generations of people, and it's a lot of fun. You run the meat market. You do make the babies you want. <laughs> you make the babies you want. You make the perfect babies, which is oh, it's so much fun. It's just it's just a really fun game, and like when you. Uh, you have your families, and like when a family member gets really old and either dies in battle or like just dies from natural causes, they can have a relic weapon, and only that family, the fa- that family tree, can keep that relic, we- relic weapon. It's a super powered weapon. It's just so much fun. It sounds really fun. It's just it's it, amazing because it marries the SRPG element, and then you have like a town simulator sort of deal because you have to build cities and stuff like that to to make babies so that you can keep having people so that you can keep fighting the cadence, and it's just it's a lot of fun. And I didn't expect it to be. Any like not not any fun, but I didn't expect to fall in love with it as much as I did. And it's it's free, so if you didn't download it, you should. And it's double fine, so it's hilarious. It's great. It's just it's just a great game. It's it's been a while since they released something this interesting. I need to put more time into it. Uh, it's not Costume Quest, which feels like a, a victory in and of itself these days. Costume Quest just just some people like it a lot. I think has a movie coming now. Or was it animated series? You should have seen my smile like turn upside down on that one. <laughs> wow. Anyway. Okay. So I need to play more of that. You but do. I, I enjoyed the. You opening. played some. Yeah, I got it for free too. It's all. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got it for free if yeah, you just accept it into your heart. <laughs> anyway, so Rich, what is your big last game? My big last game, as it happens, is so I recently got. Uh, I actually had. Um, uh, not had my PS4 for a while, and I just got it back relatively recently. And one of the big reasons I was really excited to have gotten it back was the order. Oh, uh, 18 oh, yeah. something? 1886? 18, 18, is that it, or 82, or 80? It's, it's 6, definitely. 18, not 3? Then it's 1886. 18, I think it's 1886. Or 1890? No, it's 1886. I want to play that game so bad. Yeah, yeah, it's really sweet. Um, so, this game is really fun. Um, you have to know what it is. Like, there are different games. Like, you know, they got a ton of flack, this game. Like, I almost, almost feel like I can't even talk about it without getting defensive. Because so many people were like, seven, six, you know? And it's just it's like... It's not what people wanted it to be. No. Is, I think, the best way to say it. Yeah. And, and what it is, is it's a, it's a throwback to an era that I love, but it's like a modernized, beautiful, beautifully rendered version of a cinematic shooter. Mm-hmm. You know that era. Um, it's not a long game. I mean, I've played the first half now. It's not a long game. It's not fucking Fallout. It's not fucking, uh, I don't know, uh, even a Halo is a lot longer. You know, it's not because there's a lot more areas. And this is a point to point. You walk through an area like a resist, like the original Resistance or so many of those other great shooters from back in the day. And you just like walk through the game and you shoot shit in like a shooting gallery. Everything's positioned perfectly for you to have an amazing time killing shit. The story is fucking beautiful. And I've heard the ending is disappointing. Um, that sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's just this amazing lore and betrayals and backstabbings and who's on what side and the characters are so well realized and you love them. Uh, I was a little bit down on the very beginning. I think that it was, it was a little bit of a slow start that game mm-hmm. had, like a, had like the 30 minute section where you don't shoot anything. And I, again, I'm, I sound like Mr. Like I gotta, I, like, like somebody, somebody get this, somebody get this guy Duke Nukem. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like your stat, child. Like stat. it's like, don't just speak ill of my child. <laughs> right. Give me some Duke Nukem stat. 
I don't need no 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 what I mean is no that's not what I mean what I mean is like so give me some hyper violence it yeah. sounds like you know what I mean the way I'm all like where's my action you know mm-hmm. but but really the, the beginning of this game is a little boring but I just love the detail the intricacies when you go in Tesla's lab and there's all these historical figures in Tesla's lab with all these little things you pick up and gadgets and it's so creative and unique and interesting it's just it's just really fun the best part about it though is the shooting mechanics they rock when you shoot something, it's like, Doom! and it's just like, oh man, I sound terrible. I sound like this one guy. This like, <laughs> 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 See him, dude, he died. There was blood. It was awesome. I'm just kidding. It's not about blood. But it's, it's the blood just, doesn't hurt. No, the blood's all right. Well, the blood's only good because it gives you like that satisfaction. <laughs> yeah. No, I understand that. It's true, though. No, I we remember... We often play hatred. <laughs> no, I remember there was this... I remember there was this guy, and this, like, epitomizes it. And, and I, I almost get where this guy's coming from now. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was like, wow, this guy's got issues. He was in the... I've told the story of this podcast before, but he was in... It was when it was when the Xbox 360 just came out, right? And I didn't have one yet, but I was super pumped about it. This guy was in GameStop. Um, and he was there, like, playing Call of Duty 2, which is, like, one of my favorite games ever. I love that game. And he was just, like, he had his, like, uh, you know, Krauser or whatever the, the, the gun is in that game. Like, the one with, like, the, the you, you bolt-action rifle. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, sitting back and popping dudes. And he's just, like, Poof! It just, like, shoots a dude and he goes, one shot, one kill. One shot, one kill. Jesus. <laughs> I swear to God. And he goes, got him. One shot, one kill. Jesus. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it was really crazy. And then, like, his dad came over, and he was just, like, really militaristic, and he was just like, get him! Like, when he'd get a kill or something, he just, like, <laughs> one shot, one kill. <laughs> his dad was like, yeah, get him! See him over there? I mean, it was bad. So, I, but... Oh really, they throw but, him around? But on the other hand, there is a satisfaction to, like, playing a game like that, and the mechanics feel really tight, and you're shooting dudes. I mean, it, as if they weren't dudes, you know what I mean? Like, and that, that, that is a little scary about video games, that you do blur that line sometimes. Like, when I'm playing Call of Duty, I am not shooting human beings. I'm just not. I'm shooting, like, not humans, you know what I mean? And they die, and it's, like, not real. Um, but anyway, uh, that really good feeling of all the best shooters that you've played, this game's mechanics feel like, and it's great. Um, and the bad guys are bad guys. Like, they're either, like, thugs, like, real bad thugs that are, like, killing people, or they're, like, werewolves. <laughs> so either way, like, it's pretty satisfying to kill them. Um, the game's really fun, man. I mean, it's just, it's it's fun in, like, it's like, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's just really fun. You know what I mean? That's awesome. Yeah. It's, it is it's one I'd game. like to check out whenever I get a PS4. Yeah. yeah. Or, the, the Order is, like, one of those games that is, like, I want a PS4 because I want to play The Order. What was What is it about The Order for you? Because that was the same way when I saw it. I was like, damn. I mean, aside from the fact that from the day the PS4 was announced, that was, like, the exclusive. Yeah, that was... Just the, the setting. I love that setting. Yeah. And just... Victorian England. Yeah, Victorian England. I could I live just, in Victorian England. It's just beautiful. Like, and, and just the, the... Like you said, like, the lore behind it, just fighting, like, werewolves and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. it's just really cool. I and love that kind of stuff. And the characters look really well realized, right? Yeah, and the guns look really neat, too. Yeah. They like, are really, really... Oh, you just, re- you just reminded me. When I say the shooting mechanics are great, they have these guns. I haven't gotten to all the guns. I'm only halfway through. They have this one gun. It's like... It's a... Uh, you shoot, like, ferris, like... It's like it's like me- it's like stuff that disperses in the air, mm-hmm. and then you shoot a fuse that lights it. So it's like this like mist that goes in the air around all these enemies, and then you and then like so it's like a dual fire. Mm-hmm. So one shoots like the mist, and the other and it like goes around enemies like like a like a dispersed uh, gas, and then you shoot the other one. It's like you know that, that, so that that's so fun. That's what I want. Then there's like... a laser gun. 
Oh, it's sick. Yeah, so yeah, just Victorian England, the lore behind it, just that whole setting. It's steampunky, and the, the but gu- not yeah, too bad. steampunky, and just the, the guns looked amazing. It just looked like an amazing game that I like would really enjoy. That was my type of game, at least. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't seen as much about it. I wasn't as excited, so I can't get all, it's all enthused. Good. But I'm glad to hear you're enjoy- you enjoyed it. Yeah, I know the one thing that you had read was that there is not as much... Uh, opportunity to kill the werewolves and that's what everyone's excited about. Yeah. To me, I take it for what it is. Like, if I see a shooting gallery of 15 or 20 thugs, that's totally unrealistic. Mm-hmm. But I don't give a shit. They're really fun to shoot. You know what I mean? And like, same thing with the werewolves. When they come, I'll kill them. That's cool. When they're not there, that's fine. I'll take the game at what it gives me. Mm-hmm. You know, as it comes to me. A lot of people were like, I want it to be this and that. Like you said, I think you said it really well, Jordan. Surprisingly, for not having played it or knowing very <laughs> much about it. So, anyway, yeah. that's, that's my final game. All right, well, that brings us to news. News. And, well, we're that's... not doing a full pre-E3 <laughs> show, but there is quite a bit of uh, E3-able news, I guess. At least as far as things that are going to get announced, things that are going to see more detail released. So we got some of those in here. I'll start with this one because I just saw it. Apparently Platinum will be announcing a new title at E3. Uh, Ooh, it could be incredibly awesome or really shitty. That's platinum. <laughs> That's right. What do they do for? Have they had? Oh, they just had Bayonetta two, so it's gonna. And the and they just had uh, no, but before that, they yeah, you're right. It's time for a bad one. Before that, they <laughs> that's had, platinum. Before, right before that, they had um, what's the one that was an uh, arcade title? Um, 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 Airbender, but oh, oh, Legend of Korra. Woo. <laughs> that was a fucking bomb. They I'm tried for that one to be Did free. Did they try? Oh, I don't want it. Don't I don't want a bomb to be. F- we're waiting for Rise of Rome. I know. Rome to be free. Rise of Rome is what I want to be free. Well, that's that's the thing. Like, and, and everybody else is too. So, like, whenever I go online and search games for gold, it's a tease. It's like newly announced Rise Son of Rome is coming free. And I was like, oh my god, that's awesome! I go to the thing, and it's like, here are our predictions for the game. I know. It's like here are our <laughs> predictions. Rise Son of Rome, and I was like, <laughs> every you month. saw it too. You saw it too. Every month it's Rise Son of Rome, I and know. I'm like, I want it because it's actually still pretty expensive. That game. Stuff. It is. It's crazy. It's still so pricey. It's pretty. It's really good game. I had it when I first got the system, and I played the first half. That I want to play their other half still. That is another game. That's like the hack and slash version of the order. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A great game with a really cool plot, but it's very like step by step. Go through the story. Hack and slash this shooting gallery or hacking gallery of dudes, yeah, and and then you know rinse and repeat. It's really fun and really visceral and cool and fun. Uh, so there was that. It's not That's long enough. Everyone says. Everyone yeah. loves saying that. Yeah. Well, it's, anyway, but it's hard to guess with platinum. It could be a really cool new franchise, yeah, or it, it could, could be, be Metal Gear Revenge title. Yeah, who knows what it's going to end up being? But we'll see when E three rolls. Or it around. could be Vanquish, which was pretty sweet. Yeah, but no one played. Right. Uh, does no one play one. any platinum game though? I don't really? think so. How do they make money? I don't know. That's why they did Cora. They were like, please give us That's money. That's why Nintendo had to roll in and yeah, bankroll Nintendo was Bayonetta. Just like, yeah, so uh, our DS sales can bankroll this game so it can then sell no copies in addition. Yep. Uh, so next up, uh, XCOM 2 was announced. This is a sequel to the XCOM Enemy Unknown slash Within that came out. Betrayal, Spoonie. Betrayal. <laughs> Fucker. Snakes. Snakes? There's gonna be snakes in it. Did you not see the trailer? I have not snakes. watched the trailer. Are you a big XCOM fan? No. I was gonna say you the saw snakes shit on some SRPG. No, action. but it's like snake. I was like, there's was snakes. Was that the trailer? Yeah, there's a lot of snakes. <laughs> XCOM two snakes. Uh, well, it is PC exclusive, so I guess the console versions did not sell that well, uh, which I guess isn't too surprising. Though I'd still like to play Enemy Within on my Xbox 360. Uh, though it's getting harder and harder to justify rolling that old workhorse out. Um, 
I'm sorry, Xbox. You you just suck now. I'm looking over at it. Anyway, uh, not because it's a bad system, but because the thing's dying. I don't want to make it sound like I don't like the 360 generation anymore. No, his 360 uh, takes a while to open. You like yeah, cross punch fingers. it. Anyway, so that got announced. We also had the announcements of the Mega Man Legacy Collection, which. I don't know, I don't, it's hard to be excited about this one. It is a collection of the first six Mega Man games for the Xbox One, the PS4, and it's like, you guys did this collection two generations ago, and it had the first eight Mega Man games, and like Mega Man Soccer and Mega Man Battle and Chase. And, it's like, okay, so how, how HD resed are they? Are they resed? Or they I don't not? know, I mean, it's an 8-bit game, what do you do? Nothing, I guess. I guess you make it look a little bit like, I don't know... I mean, it's a collection. They are games that are harder to get a hold of nowadays on the newer systems, so... I don't know. I like the original Mega Man's. I'll probably pick it up if it is a reasonable price or maybe a download title. But, you know, I don't know. Mighty Number no. 9's probably where all the hype is at. God, that's what I want to play. Maybe they're trying to stick it to him? I don't know. They Capcom's weird. Shit to him, dude. Capcom. They ain't sticking shit to Mighty Number no. 9. Oh, I th- you were talking about the, the creator. I was thinking about Mighty Number no. 9 up there, and he was just like, <laughs> You ain't got shit on me, motherfucker. <laughs> I, number nine. I've never played a, 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 a Mega Man game, what? so yeah, no, you I You should do that. You I should know. play Mighty Number no. Nine, really, despite Capcom. <laughs> yeah, and be like, Just yeah, my it. first Mega Man game wasn't one. <laughs> it wasn't one. Basically, uh, next up, Skylanders Superchargers was announced. Now, I missed the whole Trap Team generation. Team generation, because like you were up on like the 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 two piece Swap Force, Swap which Force. I still oh think God. is the coolest because swapping characters is sweet. This time, yes. But cars. And hovercrafts. But planes. Whatever that is. Trains. They're crystals. Traps was like Pokemon. You could catch monsters and fight as them. This time around, they got vehicles. To do what? Roll in. They already have ones with wheels. Fast and Furious Skylanders. No, they already have ones with wheels and shit. Now you can put wheels in your wheels. Wheels on wheels on wheels. Skylanders is fucking lame. No, it's a really fun game. That's the thing. They are ridiculously fun. Um... And actually, that reminds me of something else that got announced that is worth talking about. But anyway, the thing with them <laughs> is that you just gotta buy a lot of figures if you want to see all the additional contents. The game themselves is very fun. You can just buy it and play through if you don't care about figures. But of course you care about figures. They're gonna be... The, all the games have built-in ads for all the other figures, but what are you gonna do? I know, and they look cool, and you want them, because they look Well, because weird. Skylanders are sweet, because each character does play differently, and have different skill trees, and have a lot of variety, so it is fun to play as those different characters. Unlike Disney Infinity, which is really more about the Minecrafty buildy aspect of it. Yeah. Um, or like Amiibos, really which I still don't get figures. outside of being a collectible. Well, um, so guess what? Guess I heard what? Did really good Everybody Amiibos. wants them anyway. Yeah. I had no idea Amiibos would be as popular as they are. They're crazy. I was like, Why do I want that? And it's like we do. Where everybody. Then well, again, I collect pops. Looking. Yeah, so at least I those say. unlock game things. But whatever. There's that. Uh, the big one that I think in the same milieu is that Lego Dimensions was announced. What? Lego Dimensions. It's, What's that? It's it is Skylanders. Skylanders Lego. You have what? Different Lego level packs that you can buy. What? Like Back to the Future. Back to the Future is finally getting an official Lego game set, and I'm going to buy it just for that. You got DC. You can team it up with, you know, the Lego Movie and Wizard. Or so this is DC's way of getting in on it too. Well, no, I mean it's it's because DC Legos. Because Marvel has a game because Mar- of 
Disney. Well, yeah, Lego is how Lego. Yeah, well, I guess so. DC's but. way into this whole market is yeah. Legos. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, it's not really them. They'll get some marketing fee, but this is like a massive thing with all these different movies and franchises. Doctor Who's in there. The Simpsons are in there. You know, you got a bunch of different things. So you get their fun packs. They're just sort of like items you the can characters use. Better characters. be awesome. The figures. Have I you mean, seen them yet? They're probably Lego minifigs. You know, yeah. but I mean, it's it's. It's Lego. It's a modular Lego game. We love the Lego games. They've been created for ten years now. And that's crazy to think that it's been ten years since Lego Star Wars first dropped. It feels like it's been a while, but I hear you. I mean, but yeah, I mean, considering there's probably been about 25 games. Ten years, that's a long time, right? Uh, But I don't know. I'm willing to try this one just because Lego makes solid games. Um, Hopefully it won't be overly small feeling or whatever I but back to the future man finally I've been asking for that game for years if it has to come as a level pack in another game whatever I'll take it uh, so excited about Lego Dimensions they had a great Doc Brown from Back to the Future announcement trailer that was baller because they got uh, Christopher Lloyd back uh, anyway uh, so there was that Dark Souls 3 is very likely to be announced there were some leaks uh, it's not surprising in the slightest <laughs> That there would be a Dark Souls 3. No. Um, I guess maybe you could argue that they would have just kept making more Bloodborne, but this way they have two franchises that they can go and maybe do Wait. annual releases. Well, no. What do you mean keep making Bloodborne? That's different dudes now. I know, but it... it I don't know. Then it is an exclusive. Dark Souls... Namco the... Bandai is not making Bloodborne. That is true. I don't know these things. I don't have that close of an attention on it. Uh, but, so, okay. I guess that makes more sense why Dark Souls 3 yeah. exists. Yeah, but I just... I mean, to me... It's just crazy how often I, I get your point that it's crazy how often these games are coming out. Like for games that are that well thought out and deep and complex and like really beautifully crafted, like fuck, they're out a lot. Like yeah. I, I mean, I, I can't believe I was playing Bloodborne. It's like the next month. It's like yep, uh, like new version of Dark Souls two with like all new shit, upresed. And, it's a crazy. Like, where did they turn, get the right? time? Who knows? Uh, well, they have different teams now. Well, yeah. yeah, but 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 still, I mean, even even at that, it's a lot. All right. Uh, but so yeah, Dark Souls three. They had some leaks and screenshots. Oh, by the way, how are those? Uh, I know it's, we could talk all night, but how are those? Um, how are those other games that are like Dark Souls, like Return of the Fallen and that other one? Are they okay? I Adam played Return of the Fallen. I think he enjoyed it all the way. No, I think he just played a little bit of it, but I think he enjoyed it. I'm not well, sure. Maybe we'll be back on the much. show someday and we yeah. can ask him about it. It's been He's a while. He's a little uh, preoccupied. <laughs> He's working a lot. Yeah, uh, that's right. That's why. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Um, so next up we have the Fallout 4 announcement. And this is the biggest thing. This is the biggest thing. Uh, this is amazing news. It's been seven years basically since since Bethesda did anything. Because New Vegas was in 2010 yeah. and that was all like, obsidian. A lot of people like New Vegas better. I do. I'm not saying I don't. But I'm just saying Bethesda hasn't gotten off their yeah, lazy bones. who gives a shit? I mean, it's the, I mean, they still, I mean, they couldn't have, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. No, I, what I, I, mean I is fully like, think Obsidian made the better game. I love New Vegas. But... It's been four years since Skyrim, so it's like, but this release. Oh, do has it. it been that long? No, but they're doing uh, Skyrim Online. Yeah. Oh, ESL. That's huge oh, fucking undertaking. Online. I don't care, but it's a huge. Game. I know, but it's like, imagine the fucking effort. Still, it's been five years yeah. since the Fallout. That's game. a long time. It's about time for a series people are clamoring for. And it was pretty much in the cards. There have been leaks over the past couple of years that have now proven true. And uh, I do have to say one thing. Well, I hate. I hate to start on this note. I saw the trailer and I was a little bit like, "Oh, are you one of those guys? You bothered by it? What? what no, why? I'm not bothered by it. I was just like, "Oh, looks like more Fallout." 
See, I've never beaten Fallout 3 or New Vegas, so... No, it's cool. It's just that it didn't... When I saw it, I didn't see... I only watched it once, and I barely watched it. But I was just thinking, like, oh, okay. It just looks... It looks very similar. Well, of course, it should. There's okay. not much change I'm not saying it sucks. I don't know. It's been getting a lot of hate online Has for not it? looking good. Yeah, the graphics. Everyone's like, oh, those graphics look really shitty. And it's like... Oh, I didn't say... I'm not saying that. I don't know. The thing where it's like, guys, it's a Bethesda game. They always... <laughs> They always look shitty. Well, that is a thing. Like, it is time for them. Like, even Skyrim, it was like, dude, you really not have a new fucking graphics engine yet. No, but it looks better. This is a next-gen title. I don't know. It's Fallout. I've, I'm I'm. Oh, there. it's gonna be amazing. I'm not doubting that. But when I saw that trailer, I was just like, okay, it looks, looks about like Fallout New Vegas DLC pack. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it doesn't, look I any, it doesn't look from that trailer any better. It'll be amazing, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't even any gameplay in the trailer. Yeah. It was all in footage. Or in engine, which was really nice. Uh, <laughs> you look at it. it I'm just kidding. Now that I hear well, people I mean, most, are saying it looks like shit, that's a little depressing. Well, yeah, most people want the trailer that's all. CGI I would rather be fits. in engine though, because then it's not like a surprise when you play the game. I agree with you, Kelsey. Like Watchdogs. Yeah, that exactly great example of a fucking bait and switch like I've never seen. Um, do we have Watchdogs two announcement yet? Not yet. E three is in a couple weeks. <laughs> yeah. and we I'm sure. I'm sure we'll get it. Uh, so there was that. But Fallout so you're 4, incredibly pumped. Yes. Yeah. And it's looking like it'll drop before the year's out. So what? Yeah, it's seeming pretty likely. Uh, there have been a lot of rumors about it. They had like an Amazon listing leak. Why earlier. didn't they blow the fuck up about this last year then? Why make people wait? They've made us wait long enough at that point, too. So it's like, you know what? Let's announce it, show gameplay at E3, and hopefully they have it out by holidays. And I'm all for that plan. I bet it comes out February, March. Like I, the last one did. All right, gloomy guts. The last one didn't come out February, March. It was out in holidays. I don't know. Being gloomy guts over here. <laughs> all their games come out in November, so it'd be crazy. No, 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 no. The original, um, I do know for a fact... Because I remember buying it on the day of Oblivion was uh, like a March kind of thing. Well, that's ages ago yeah. now. But everything since then has pretty much been holiday season now that they've really Skyrim? blown up. Yeah, it was 11-11-11. That was its whole deal. Yeah, uh-huh. it was. And then New Vegas, I know, was October because it was all on that. Yeah. Uh, uh, New Vegas. I need to make you play that. Chain Where are the chains? The chain. Where are the chains? I'll tell you what, you're going to be playing the hell out of some Fallout 4. I do want to play Fallout 4. It did make me want to play the it's Fallout games. I know. I do, I do like that it's in Boston, like, which is probably stupid. But like the, the, the scenery, the location makes yeah. me really excited to play it. What I saw that I did like was more infrastructure. That I liked. Like, I liked that town I saw a fuck ton. Oh, yeah. That town looked really the nice. The town looks fucking sick. And the uh, like the, spa- like the, 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 the reconstituted or reappropriated things are my favorite part of the Fallout games. Like mm-hmm. uh, Megaton. Uh-huh. And uh, 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 the one other thing. What's the thing? It's like, is it a tank? What is that thing? There's a battleship that The battleship. Gets, yeah. That's, like, my favorite setting in the whole fucking game. And so, like, if there's towns that, like, use all these, like, re- repurposed, like, shit that's, like, blown up, I love that. Anyway. Reminds me of making forts when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know, that is my game I am most looking forward to seeing new details on. At E3, short of some surprise announcement, like, I don't know, a decent Sonic game again, or... I don't know, Fallout 4 I'm pretty jazzed for, so can't wait to see that. Uh, That Hearthstone had some controversy over a portrait. Well, there there is the, um, apparently there's like an aesthetics upgrade for Hearthstone that's coming out. Uh, Right now, the Warrior class, when you play it, there's a portrait and you play as a character, and it's Garrosh Hellscream for the Warrior. And apparently now, for ten bucks, you can buy Magni Bronzebeard, and he has all new emotes, all new, like, just, just basically all new stuff. 
It's a skin pack. It's a skin pack, basically. It's like League of Legends skin packs, except mm, not as cool. You do get a card back with it, but it is ten bucks, which seems like a lot of money to pay for like a new portrait, which doesn't really change much. And then a card back. Didn't which... you say there's a rumor they're getting you're getting a new menu item? Yes. Or also, a new menu item. Uh, they just actually the tweet just came out not too a long fucking ago. Menu item. A new. Well, no, it's a new menu button, and it's actually really cool because like because there's right now there's arena, there's solo adventure, and then there's play, and then a new one popped up, and like people are thinking that maybe it's like tournament mode, which would be kind of neat if it was like you can play in a tournament and. Stuff like that. I don't know. I'm excited for it because it means new content for Hearthstone. <laughs> everyone knows how much I love Hearthstone. Everyone knows how much everyone likes Hearthstone. Hearthstone. Here's what. Here's what's up with Hearthstone. Every single like gamer that got a little older and is like a lapsed gamer plays Hearthstone. Oh, yeah, like- Everybody at my office <laughs> plays Hearthstone. That liked games ever. I'm like, so man, you still play games? Yeah, dude. And I'm like, what have you been playing? Well, I don't have much time. I play Hearthstone mainly. Every one of them. Oh, yeah, no, like, a lot of old pros, too, like, old StarCraft pros, like, that I used to watch who played StarCraft, like, they played old Hearthstone. War old War Horses. they're, like, and they're up there, and they're, like, 25. Like, I, I, my clicks. Oh, let me give a shout-out. Arthritis. Speaking of The Office, let me give a quick shout-out to my boy. Uh, that sounded really weird. Uh, let me give a quick shout-out to this guy I think is really cool. Uh, his name is Eric, and he is making... He is part of King's Assembly, or he did his own Kickstarter for King's Assembly. He's making the world's first, like... Like it's you know that game Star Citizen, mm-hmm. right? It's like you know people are buying hundred thousand dollars ships for a game that's like not even out yet. Mm-hmm. So he he invented this thing. It's two. It's a keyboard split in two. Each one is a mouse, and you and it has hand grips, and you grip into it, and you can do full keyboard and texting and typing while running two mouses. It's got full eight axes of control and two thumbsticks, all of which can be controlled at one time. That sounds like a lot of information. I could never handle it, but pro gamers could. And Maybe, fucking yeah. for and for for people on Star Citizen and shit who need to like have their ships going in like every direction, mm-hmm. it's made for Star Citizen. So this guy's gonna fucking blow up. But I had my hands on it the other day. The only one that exists in the world. I was like, oh my god, this is sick. So anyway, shout out to Eric, dude. Your dream will come alive. But yeah, no, that sounds cool. But yeah, yeah uh, so there was that the new menu button for Hearthstone. So hopefully, we get you know new content, some more stuff for Hearthstone. Makes it. That's fun. Yeah. I, it, it changes it up then. Well, speaking of Hearthstone and games that people just seem to never stop playing, let's move to our topic because awesome. we're out of news. Yeah, okay, we cool. And news. Well, that's good because, man, we were going really long for an episode I thought would be shorter. <clears throat> um, but let's uh, let's do it, dude. Let's, let's talk about our, uh, our, our fun... Uh... The comfort games. Yeah. These are things that, you know, you're between big releases, you're out of games you just want to catch up on, the occasional thing, you go to GameStop and pick up a, you know, whatever, like a Killer is Dead or a Lollipop Chainsaw uh-huh. or some other suit of 51 uh-huh. name drop. Uh, but these, these are the games, you want to play something, you don't want to spend money or, you know, you've got friends over, these are the games where you can just play them because they're always fun. They're the titles you'll pick up for maybe 20 minutes or pick up back again after a year or two for, for weeks at a time. These are just games that you you know you will be playing for the rest of your life, probably. And, uh, I don't know, we thought we'd talk about some of our favorites. Um, I guess I can start with a couple, or at least one of mine. You do one, like how's you do one, I'll do one. Alright, so the big one for me, and we, we've mentioned a lot of them throughout the episode, I'm noticing. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think this one will come as no surprise, so I'm gonna hit it off with, uh, Earth Defense Force. Oh! Oh no, I was gonna say it, fuck. Just kidding, you said it well. I love EDF. I've, I've loved it for years now. I named it my game of last year, uh, almost begrudgingly. I'm not rolling my eyes. Yes, I am. Because last year was a bad year for games. But D four. 
We can't all pick D4, Kelsey. We can, and we all should. <laughs> okay, Kelsey, D4 or uh, the one you, you're playing right now? Massive Chalice? No. Life is Strange. Oh, Life is Strange? See, but they're totally different games. Sophie's Choice, motherfucker. Are they, though? Yeah, they're two totally different game. children, too. You gotta kill one of them. I have got to dark. kill one of them? I'm killing Life is Strange. You're wrong. D4. Someone That's prefers right. ridiculousness. That's right. Over I do prefer real emotion. I sobbed hysterically. I don't like games that make me sob hysterically. Those are the best games. <laughs> that was awesome. Anyway, Earth Defense Force. I, you know, I can pick that up. If Kelsey said tonight, "Hey, let's play some Earth Defense Force," I'd be like, "Hell yeah, let's play some Earth Defense Will Force." You really? Yeah, because Earth Defense Force is so much fun. You shoot giant ants and tarantulas. They do and say really good shit. Wasps. Exactly. I love the one where it's like the, the something is the natural enemy of the what is it? Wind natural, natural enemy of giant <laughs> insects. No, they're not. There's nothing natural about them. <laughs> no, but they are. They're the goddesses of the sky. <laughs> it's amazing. I love Earth Defense Force. I can just play it for hours, and uh, there that that, oh. that that just is a game that always gets me. Um, I, I've spent, you know, well over 100 hours in Earth the Force 2025, spent hundreds of hours in 2017, Insect <laughs> Armageddon was not good, but I still spent way more time than I would most other you games. You need to play that again, I bet you're going to think it's better than you thought. I don't think so. It's just, it's too sophisticated. We talked about <laughs> Oh my god, never mind. That was awesome. That was a beautiful thing. That's Insect Armageddon. That game's way too sophisticated. It's too competent. That's wrong. It should be a mess all around. That's it's like I want like a thousand weapons to level up that are all identical. It's greater than the sum of its parts. So Earth Defense Force is one I can go back to whenever. You want to play it right now? I'll play it right now. Uh, Kelsey, I guess my first game I talk about is Diablo. Diablo, yeah, that's dude, a good one. that's a really good pick. I got to second that one. Diablo is just so much fun. Wait, like if you just kind of want to kill some time, you're just like, okay, I have to leave in like. 30 minutes, I'll pop it in, maybe do some, you know, bounties and stuff like that. <laughs> Will you? Because it's hard to walk away after yeah. 30 minutes. It is hard to walk away after 30 minutes. And then you're late for your work job, and it's just awful. Then you're fired. Yeah. You can have more time to play And then for me, my name is Kelsey. <laughs> this is and my then, story. And I play Diablo constantly. No, but uh, <laughs> Diablo is just a lot of fun. It's amazing it's, how it's, fun it is. For a game that, like, has, has, the story is like, like, I love it, and it's not very good. You know what I mean? But I love mm-hmm. it. And, like, it's really fun, and, like, I don't know, I just like everything about it. And, and when yeah. I say the story, I mean, like, the gameplay is amazing, like, killing the same monsters a million times is still fun. Oh, yeah, no, it's just, it's a lot of fun, and it, it's why so don't they put satisfying. Out more? Like, why can't they put out, like, a DLC for that game? Everybody's still playing it. I would, I would like a DLC Because they know people are going to play it for the next ten years. Yeah, they'll, they, they'll even keep if they playing do nothing. it. Which, they're not doing nothing. They're not doing nothing. Wait, they are doing a bunch of smaller updates. Yeah, are they? they? Yeah, they, they have patches that come out. There's, like, new goblins that come out. There's the new treasure vault, which is really cool. Like, basically... On uh, consoles? Yeah, on consoles. Like, basically, if you, like, kill a treasure goblin, like, sometimes they... Because you know how they, like, have portals that open up, and they mm-hmm. jump through them? And, yeah. And now it's called the vault. And sometimes when you kill them, they accidentally leave the portal open. And you go in there, and it showers you with money, and then you kill, like, Greed, who's the goddess of the We actually place. had that happen yet? I did, yes! Oh my god. It's really rare, though, and it's, but it's so much fun, and it's so cool. So they do add little things like that. They just had, like, a, a community event where there is no cow level. Yes, and you go to the cow level and you go to the cow cows, level. and it was sweet. It was sweet. Wait, uh, what? They, basically, like, there's a, for the, there is no cow level community event. Like, there was, like, this hellbow vine. That when you killed him, he opened up a portal, and it like it's hilarious because like they're like this portal doesn't exist. Like you know, if you go through this portal, you won't go anywhere. This place doesn't exist. Blah blah. blah. And you go through it, and you go to the Calibo, and you kill Hellbovine, and they just go <laughs> at you, and it's great. It's so <laughs> it much is, fun. It's a fun level. 
Uh, it is. It's like Diablo is great to just pick up anytime you want to like just smash on some faces. Kind of yeah, like no. Defense Force. Yeah, it's just and it's satisfying. There's to a certain watch mindless fun to the monotony. Not monotony, but, but no. the the repetition. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Here's Diablo. This one for me is. So I always talk about my three favorite games of all time, and when I th- and I should always preface that by saying of the modern era. You know, or of like this, of like 360 kind of era, or like not even mm-hmm. 360, of PlayStation 2 and on. I don't know. That, I, there's no way to couch it. Everybody knows that my three are Bioshock, Resident Evil 4, and Mass Effect 2, right? Yeah. Well, it's really not right for me to say that because I think I probably, gameplay wise, video game wise, I think I like Mar- Super Mario Brothers better than any of them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Super Mario Brothers was the game that got me into video games, period. Uh, Super Mario World was for Super Nintendo. That game is fucking insanely amazing. I can play it right now straight through. Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh, no, I played 3 also. I played 3 a lot, and I love that. No, I had a Nintendo. I, I take that back. I played all those games. Uh, and then I had Mario All-Stars. I played that entire game through, including the Lost Levels, like beat them when I was, you know, whatever age I was when that came out, which was really, really young. Um, now it's hard for me to go all the way back to those. World I can still play. Mario 3 I can still play, kind of. Mario 2, kind of. Mario 1, no fucking way. I can't, I can't go backwards. I ain't having it. I ain't having it. I can't go backwards. I ain't having it. I can't deal with that. I can't deal with a scrolling wall that stops my progression backwards. I can't deal with it. But aside from that, I love all the Mario games. Any one of the ones like Mario World and on, and especially all the new Mario Brothers games. Like If I want something that's just really fun to play, just straight up mechanics, any of those games, the, either the two Galaxy games or any of the new Super Mario Brothers line. To me, that is just sheer gaming fun. Nintendo knows how to make games that are fun better than anybody that's ever... Well, they invented fun in video games, pretty much. Uh, at least the type that I, you know, first fell in love with. So for me, it's the Mario games, hands down, to answer this comfort gaming question. And then, when you talk about Mario Brothers, it brings up another uh, thing that fits into my second category a little bit, which is games that... Every time a new iteration comes out, and I guess Mario fits in that category too. You know, a new New Super Mario Brothers or a New Super Mario Brothers 3D or all those came out. You know, I love those and I play through them and love them. Um, the other one that's like that for me is Super Mario Brothers uh, RPG games. So uh, the Super Mario, Mario and Luigi games for me are games that, like, whenever the next one comes out, I know I'm going to love it. I don't love any of them as much as I like Bowser. Bowser's whatever. Oh, Inside Story? Yeah, Bowser's Inside Story is the best one by far. I'm still a little pissed you didn't play it. I'm, it's on the list. All right, yeah, it's on the list. It's on the bucket right. list. Yeah, it's on the bucket list. Is right. <laughs> but anyway, you know, you never really got into those games. But like the Paper Mario games and the and the Mario and Luigi games, those games to me are like they take everything that's great about RPGs and like action RPGs and just like put them into comfort food, and I just eat it up, and I could eat it all day. So for me, those two games, those two series, which are very related, yeah, just amazing. Yeah. I think those are good ones. Uh, for me, I'm going to go with. Another one that is probably not too bit of a surprise, uh, the Halo games. And that's oh, kind of yeah. going along your franchise thing. But I think by evidence by my Master Chief yeah. Collection obsession now and when it came out and the fact that I will go back to Halo so frequently, I just... The Halo games are masterful. Uh-huh. It's like playing any of them, even with the differences and the age gaps... Uh, Halo 1 has now gotten a little too old for me, but the remaster of Halo 1 now... That I help, like. yeah. I think, yeah, it's, a lot of games edge towards that, unfortunately. I mean, it just happens as, as time changes. But what's great about the Halo games is that they all do hold up. And what's great about the Master Chief Collection, which is if you're a Halo fan, you really should own. I know people were really PO'd over the launch, but they fixed it. 
It's good Not now. only did they fix it, but they gave you tons of free shit. Yeah, and even if you aren't in that free window, ODST is only five bucks. That's insane. crazy low. That's lower than you can get a boxed copy. Anyway, borderline. <laughs> well, at this point, yeah. yeah. But anyway, what's great about Halo is just it, it is fun. I mean, the multiplayer is great. Multiplayer with your friends is great. The campaign levels are still great to go through. There's so many ways to play it. You know, score, score challenge, part time, legendary difficulty, lasso, which I'm gonna make Kelsey play with me at some point. The chains are coming out again. <laughs> which is legendary with all the skulls in the game on, where the enemies are invisible and they have basically ridiculous shields and health, and they can one shot. We couldn't get through the first fucking door in Halo Two. Wow, it it's awesome. So hard. I'm sure there's cheats we can figure out. To I'm get sure there through are yeah. plenty of it, and you know. Once Kelsey actually owns the Master Chief Collection, I will play it all the time. It's going to happen! Just give me the look. Anyway, why have you not gotten it? I don't know. I honestly don't know. It is it's 60 bucks. It is No, 60 it's bucks. 30... It's 45 now. It's gone dead. That's an insanely good deal. I know. I need to get it at some point. I, no, well, I just that bought a game. That was a very defeated little game. voice. It was perfect. What did you buy? Oh, you did I buy it. I Fantasy 13. I just bought that. Yeah. Well, it's up here. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in the kitchen right now. It's in the kitchen. She's been trying. She's been wanting to play yep. it. Finally pulled the trigger. Game's awesome. It's a fun time. I'm excited. Anyway, but Halo, I just, I I know I love Halo more than anyone I know, because I always, I don't know, I always feel bad asking anyone to play Halo. I'll play it. I'm like, and then I, I everyone else gets tired of Halo before I do, because I, I just want to keep playing Halo, because it's sweet. I'm going to make Kelsey play more Halo later tonight, because she admitted she likes it. What? No, I take it all back. Take it all. Oh, you don't really like podcast. Halo? No, I love Halo. No, she loves Halo, but she, she admitted she liked ODST. Okay. Because I felt bad asking, but now she said she's really loving it, and I'm like, yep, back into back to New Mombasa. Back to the saddle. Red content. <laughs> anyway, I love Halo. Uh, it's the shooter for me. I don't play Call of Duty online. I don't play Call of Duty. Gears of War comes close, but that's uh, it's third-person shooter. I love that. I like the Resident Evils, but... Halo, far and away, like many many gamers, I guess not the kids these days. They got the Call of Duty. <laughs> the kids these with days. With their prestige in. But for me, Halo, hands down. Can't wait for Guardians. Anyway, Kelsey, what you got? Uh, my next game that's a comfort game, it's a game that I play every year. Like, every year around. Which is bizarre to me. This that's whole very list. Comfort. That's very comfort. Every, yeah. This every... whole list of games. <laughs> no, he lives like... You play these games every year. It's like, yeah, I play these games I don't games even see every them. Year. That's my thing. So you don't talk about them. Oh, I never no. see you playing them, but apparently you do this. Yeah, no. Um, Dead Space is a game that I play every Look year. Look at this. Re- like, Rich jumps. <laughs> one? Dead Space 1 I play every year. Around two. Halloween. Nope. Hates 2. Two's terrible. How's 3? I haven't played 3. What? But Dead Space 1 I play every year around Halloween. It's my uh, Halloween game. Do you see how your story I wanna call is full bullshit. of holes. I want to call bullshit too. Really bad. <laughs> Although your adamacy makes it makes me believe it. Oh, I love Dead Space 1. Dead Space, Dead Space 1 is, is one of my favorite games. Guess, you want to hear something amazing? Sorry, I'm going to go comic books on you guys for a second. Anthony Johnston, who writes my absolute favorite comic book on the stands right now, Fuse, The Fuse, mm-hmm. who, by the way, on the, on the cover of the new Fuse issue, a new Fuse trade, it's got a quote from Alan Moore that says, and I quote, this comic or the fuse brilliant combines brilliantly thought out science fiction with Scandinavian noir. Quote <laughs> Alan no- Alan Moore. I was like, what? No wonder I love it. Right? Those are my two favorite things. Uh, I mean, well, literally, yeah. literally. I'm the guy who watched The Killing in fucking Swedish like years and years and years ago. Anyway, so so Anthony Johnston, who wrote the fuse, who writes the fuse, who mm-hmm. wrote Umbral. 
who wrote Wasteland and a couple other things, who's like all about world building. He's always bragging, I'm one of the best world builders there are. He's British. He if you can tell. He's like, that's <laughs> is always that been, what that was? He's, that's always been <laughs> yeah. my specialty is world building. Hands are on his hips too. Yes, <laughs> they are because he's like, he's, he's on his little hoity-toity high horse. Um, he's a good writer. He's a really fucking good writer. And he is the creative, he was the, like the creative writing guy for Dead Space. One. Not two. One. No, Dead Space One is like, Apparently, apparently he got some comics you need to read. He wrote Dead Space One. It's great. I love it. I, and he built the world. He created I, that world. Oh, you know, it, it's fantastic. I, I, I love it. I love Dead Space. Dead Space is one of my favorite games. One of my favorite survival horror games. I love it. It but is genius. I just, it's a game that I'm always like, I know if I play this game, I'm going to love it. And I, I will let the rest of your. I just need. I need to play. I need to play Dead Space Two all the way through. I played the beginning. I need to play Dead Space Two all the way through, and I need to play Dead Space Three. Yeah. I played the first disc of Dead Space Two, and I was just like, I like Dead Space One better. Yeah, it's way better. <laughs> yeah, you want to roll out the rest of your weird survival horror third person shooter list here because you got two more. I do. Uh, Resident Evil Four is also a game that I play every that year. One, you can play that every year though. It just takes so much out of me. It. No, I, I I pull it. It's well, my brother and I both we love it, yeah. so we both play it like every year. We just we we just went through last year. Carve out it. a weekend. <laughs> we just carve out a weekend. We just do it. It's just a lot of fun. It's a game that we both enjoy. I mean, it's, I think it's widely considered a masterpiece. I mean, you oh, know, yes. it's on my list, right? Oh, you know, Resident Evil. It's just it's a game like I said that I can go into, and it, it actually it scares me every time. Like I know what's going to happen. I'm just like, oh, and it's just like like I clench, and I'm just like, oh, this game you shoot is so the lake creepy. Every year? Cause I shoot the lake every. Year. <laughs> And I, I get murdered. I don't shoot the lake every year. Why not? You should shoot the lake. It's I fun should. to get attacked by a sea monster. <laughs> just comes out numb. But yeah, uh, Resident Evil 4, it's just, uh, like I said, it's one of those, it's also one of the first Resident Evil games that I played by myself. Uh-huh. And so I think that's why I also enjoy it so much, because I'm just like, it's such a fun game. It's a fun I, little I game. I literally never have played a game before or since where I needed to actually play it, not at night. Ever. Except that. Oh, Dead, like, it's that games like Dead Space and stuff like that, I only play at night with all my lights off. And, and then, like, uh, yeah. I believe you have one more that is also up Rich's alley. Yeah, Shadows and, of the Damned. Shadows fist of the Damned bump going on. was one of my favorite games. And it holds up because it's like, it's not scary. It's creepy it's and kind though. of gross. It is Halloween. It's fucking amazing and the mechanics rock. It's so good. It's so, it's so I'm funny. I'm about due to play just, that again. Oh, you should because so, it holds up. It's like so It's fun. still so much fun even when you've played it however many times I've played it. We have very similar tasting games sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I love no, that it's, game. No, it's a lot of fun. I love Shadows of the Dam. Love the characters in it. It's just a fun, fun story. It's a fun, and it's, it's a fun time. And it's a pretty quick game. Like you can beat it pretty. Like it's not like Resident Evil Four, which like takes like a longer amount of time. Yeah, I guess. like forty hours almost. <laughs> it takes a long time, dude. It's I like mean, twenty-five hours. Yeah, I would say that. It's uh, with, none of them with are bad Operation games. Ada. I don't do Operation Ada normally. Oh, like okay. I just do Resident Evil Four. I've I've played Operation Ada though, but I don't I don't really. I like, you know. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. But yeah, but Shadows of the Dam, it's a fun game. You should play it if you haven't played it. They're all great games. It's just the fact that you play them every year is like bamboozling to me. I love survival horror games, and like I don't get them that much. And yet, you have, a, and a, uh, you, yeah, you have Dead Space 2 and 3, two and, and, three. And, and Evil Within like just sitting there. I'll play 3 with you. If, it is a co-op game. It is a co-op game. We should get it. If you well, ever I get it, I'll get it. beat Dead Space 2. Do you need to? I don't think I need to, but I probably should. You probably should have. I played most of it, and I was like, eh. You yeah, have to kill it, babies that are like turned into monsters. That's yeah, that's cool, so. But. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You go through a nursing, murdering people, but you know, whatever. But yeah, no. I apparently really like several horror games, and they are comforting to me. So cool. <laughs> it's fun. Um, well, I'm gonna just pick up on that thread with my next one, and that is the Resident Evil series. Mm-hmm. Um, I have always played th- those games. I always love them. They make me feel good. 
just turning the game on and having it say Resident Evil is it's enough. A, it's a lot of fun. It yeah. makes me feel good. That's comfort food right there. Um, but the mechanics that were established in Resident Evil 4, every game since then that has had those same mechanics and evolved them to better or worse, um, <clears throat> for, yeah, for better or worse, uh, <laughs> has been amazing for me. And that's why I love 6 is because that game is comfort food. And this is actually a perfect category for me to describe why I like 6. That game has all of the elements of the other games, just not in the right order, not put together properly, not executed properly. Oh, come on. This isn't that painful. Get over it. Apparently um, it is. It's not. That can, Look. Kelsey that can, likes Operation Raccoon City, though, so, you know. More than 6. It's just, that's, for, that's histrionic saying that. <laughs> <laughs> that is for histrionic purposes only to say any game is not as good as that. Like that game is the worst game that was released I that year. Potentially, enjoy it more. There's so okay. I mean, there's not. I'm not gonna argue with you because we agree on too many things. Uh, the point is, the point is that I when I played Resident Evil Six, there was a fucking buffet of Resident Evil Four gameplay to play. Whether it was all on the same level of quality as Resident Evil Five, even. Is very debatable. In fact, it's not. (laughs) However, however, the story is busted, but the gameplay of running around, leveling weapons, shooting shit with shotguns that feel better than any other game, that game gives it to you in spades, and there's more of that kind of gameplay in that game than any other Resident Evil game there ever was. I guess I can give you that at least. It has quantity, not quality. It has quantity of, of something that has one good quality. There's a glimmer. Anyway, so the so, but 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 let's but t- let's talk about even even better games. Revelations was amazing. Yep. And Revelations two, I just bought the first episode. And I'm about to crank into that, so I'm really excited. Although, um, when I get around to my last game on the next revolution, I'll talk about why I probably won't get to Revelations yet. Okay. Uh, for me, uh, Kelsey kind of mentioned this other big one, Peggle. I can put Peggle on. And kill some I think time. a lot of people can. That game is. I mean, that. I game mean, it's of that genre yeah. of games. But but the thing with Peggle is, it's not about munching your your. Well, okay, munching your cores. It's not about munching your debit card okay. and getting you to buy power ups. It gives you a set of really well constructed levels. It gives you great Peggle masters with a lot of great visual effects and music and you know just sound effects. Everything about Peggle Two in particular. But I Perfect. still can go back and play the first it's perfection. Um, and it gives you just a ridiculous amount of challenges to go with each level. You get your traditional point score, you get your clear every peg on the board, but you also get a unique challenge on each level, like getting certain trick shots, three of a kind, or, you know, pulling off different maneuvers, and chasing the rainbows on Peggle 2's levels is something I still do. Uh, Again, we mentioned the ridiculously high 600 plus hour count that my clock has on it, and it's like, it's not that high, but it is pretty high. I've, I've spent many hours... I'll put a video on on my laptop, watch someone while playing, you know, Peggle 2, and it's just a great way to spend an afternoon because Peggle 2 is so fun. The mechanics are just perfect. I I wish they would release more Peggle Masters, they would give more levels, but if they're working on Peggle 3 for release down the road, I'd be fine with that too. Um, I I, I love Peggle, and it's just a game I can play whenever because it works so well. I can't believe how long Microsoft got the exclusive on that fucker. For quite they, a while, yeah. They had it for like a year and a half. It's crazy. It was insane. I mean, it did them well. Popular. I mean, I guess it did do them well, but because Microsoft has come back in recent months, just on the gaming news front. I mean, they really like like they've really come back. Like the, the Xbox One 
has like I think I, I think like last month or two months ago it was the first month like it actually sold more than PS4 or something like that, which is like at a point people were thinking that would never happen. Yeah. Uh, so Peggle, I enjoy a lot. I can play it whenever, and that is mine. I have one more that I, I had written. Maybe my mind might get jogged, but I have one more big one. But Kelsey, go ahead. Um, my next one is probably no surprise, but Hearthstone. We were talking about it earlier. Oh, yeah. Hearthstone, you just, you just... This is hard to call, though. Aren't we kind of talking about games that, like, you used to play, like, and you still can play always? Or... I mean, I guess. I think I mean, you can make... longevity counts. Okay. Yeah. Right, I mean, you can point... make the rules whatever you want them to be. I'm just saying, like, like is that you, the same not, category? You, are you not consumed by it at this point? Oh, like, yeah, no, definitely. She was, I, I came home from work today. She's watching a streamer play Hearthstone. Oh, my so... God. You know, no, you're totally no. You're absolutely right. I understand, and you've been playing it for so long. It counts. It's just it almost is a different category to me, but I guess it's the same. But I mean, because I bet really... you you can see yourself in ten years still playing it. Oh yeah, no, definitely. And so there's you it's know... just it's just one of those games that it's like like you know if I don't like I want to play a game I don't really want to play any game. It's like well I've still that I can always mm-hmm. like it's just it's like an old standby. Like it's always like. I want to play something, but I don't want to play this, and I don't want to play this. It's kind of like, <laughs> but Hearthstone is there. Hearthstone's always there for me. It's kind of like... I don't like, really feel like playing Evil Within. No. I just picked up Castlevania, but <laughs> no, uh, I took the challenge, but I can't do it right now. It reminds me of, like, you know, like a really comfy sweater that you wear. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's like you always <laughs> have Everyone it loves that sweater. Yeah, everyone. The world is in love <laughs> with that just, sweater. But it's just like, it's a very comfy, and you can just, it just... Kill some time, and I even I had it on my phone for a while too, and that I, I had to delete it because it was taking up too much of my time at that point. But yeah, I, I, yeah. I Hearthstone's just one of those games that I know it's always there for me. Mm-hmm. Like it's always in the back of my mind. Like it's it's always a game that I can go back to and play, and just still have so much fun playing it. So awesome, Rich. Would you hit um, so my uh, this is my last one. Okay, um, and uh, it is. Uh, it is my go out with a bang one because for me, in about a week and a half or two weeks, I think it's about two weeks at this point from today, and this episode will probably be posted in the next couple of days, so it'll probably be a week and a half or two weeks roughly when, when you hear this, um, <laughs> is when finally the pushed back twice date of Arkham Knight is released. Uh, for me, this is the kind of game that when they make the, the 18th Arkham game, like it's, it's going to be on this list. Just like it's on this list now, I I don't care how many times I go and like try to like help Bane uh, destroy the barrels of toxic shit, <laughs> only to have him betray me and like really use them to juice up. Like I don't care if I'm doing that for the tenth time; it's still fun. I love the, the the Rogues Gallery in Batman is so amazing. That game gives every one of them like a playable diorama to to interact with. Like how amazing is that? And the gameplay, the, the fucking combat. They invented their own combat in that game. And I could play that combat forever. It's so fun. It's fucking kinetic. I mean, by definition, it's kinetic. Mm-hmm. You, you build energy as you move like a ball. It's genius. I mean, that game is just so fucking stupendous. And it just gives me... Like, just thinking about it right now, I'm just like... I don't want to say something gross, but I'm like super excited. <laughs> you know what I mean? It makes me very excited just thinking about that game. Maybe a little too excited. Maybe a little too excited. <laughs> I still have Batman pl- Origins to play, so... I guess I should that's, do that. And that's why I really felt like it was legitimate to put it in this category mm-hmm. because Batman Origins was just more of the same and not quite as good maybe as – well, I almost liked it better than City a little bit, but that's just neither here nor there. Um, but it, 
you know, it was just more of the same. Mm-hmm. And yet I loved every minute of it. Loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Like, you, you know, lick the plate like a dog at the end. You know what I mean? It's that fucking fun. Every bit of it. I want to collect every Joker uh, or Riddler trophy. I want to do every challenge except the AR missions because they're too hard. The VR things where you have to, like, dive and, like, anyway, yeah. like, a, like, I never knew how to skip rocks on water and I don't know how to do this. Um, but, um, those games are just. I mean, I just love them so much. They're so fun. And just the the idea that I have, like, 20 hours of Bat- new Batman game to play in, like, a week and a half or two weeks, and i got my eyes are watering with, with tears of joy. That's going to be anyway, great. I can't um, I can see wait. it now. We've got Heroes Con. You're going to be Batman on the brain. Well, Heroes Con is so fun, too, that, like, it's just like a one-two punch. Well, I'm just saying, you can find some Batman. Well, yeah. Well, I, I already have a lot of it, but yeah, yeah. There's no, there's always you know, more. Yeah. You know, always fight like Spider Man. He's like, like Spider-Man. I, he's yeah. always more Spider Man. Like I don't have Gates of Gotham yet. That sorry. that's a great story. Anyway, uh, my last one is kind of a weird one. Uh, it's not really. There's nothing. There's really nothing about this game that should be as replayable as it is, and yet I've probably finished the whole campaign. Oh, I know what it is. I know what it is. I bet I'm wrong. Now you said campaign though. Uh, I, like, I've probably finished the campaign of this game seven times on, you know, on. three different game systems. Hold on, I'm putting it up, I'm putting it up. I'm putting it on my phone to see if I'm correct. Um, Hold on, don't tell me. One second, I'm typing it in. Wait for it. I've rebought it a lot. Wait for it. Different versions. Okay. I just cannot help it, but I... If you were to say right now, hey, I've never played Sonic Adventure 2. You want to play that? I'd be like, oh, yes, shit. let's play Sonic Adventure 2. That was I not told you, pick. it's a left, it's a left, out of left field thing. But The this... one I put's pretty left field, too. Well, what did you put? I'm curious. Oh, Monkey Island. I can replay oh, yeah, Monkey, Monkey Island, Island pretty well. Which is left field because replaying a point-and-click adventure is the fucking store... rare. No, it's like rare. we're watching a TV series. Rare, though. I do it a lot. Okay. It's, but anyway... No, Sonic Adventure 2 is a game... It's the game I bought the Dreamcast for. Right. Uh, because I... Sonic Adventure... Oh, you were well. the one. Uh, hey. I miss you, Dreamcast. I love Dreamcast. 9 You know what I don't... You know what I miss? Like, crazy Shenmue. Love that game. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, Sonic Adventure 2, I was all about it. I wanted to play it. I got Sonic Adventure as well, but Sonic Adventure 2 polished everything. Um, it came out, like, a, a year and a half later for the GameCube as Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. I was like, sign me up again. Played it. Played it again, would repeatedly play it for the next couple of years. Sold my GameCube, whatever. Then 360 comes along. They re-release both Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2. So I buy Sonic Adventure 2 again. And I've played through it. And I could very easily go back. And I don't know what it is about that story. It has Shadow, which is a character I know a lot of people hate. It's like the Dark Hedgehog. But the, the light-dark story structure of getting to play as both the heroes and the villains is cool. The just You the, had to have a Sonic <laughs> game in this list. Now that I think about it. No, I'm not but saying that's no, not no, the no, one. No, it's not my favorite. Like, Sonic Colors is my favorite Sonic game. Although uh, you never played it again. I haven't. No, I haven't played Sonic Generations again. I've played Sonic 2, the original Sonic the Hedgehog 2, a lot. You know but... you haven't played that much of either, and it's kind of strange. Episode 1 or 2. Yeah, I could go back and play those again. But no, Sonic Adventure 2 is just... It doesn't even hold up that well. That's the thing. Like, it's gotten pretty janky. <laughs> Yeah. It's a pretty rough game to play. Not as rough as the original Sonic Adventure, but like there was a time where I could I could rock through Radical Highway in Sonic Adventure 2 mm-hmm. without hitting any hitches. And I would just replay that level over and over again because right. I loved it so much and I I can't explain it. Sonic Adventure 2 is held as one of the best games in the series and for me it's a game I can just keep on playing until they re, if they re-release it on like digital eye display in the year 20 
39. If assuming that's pretty generous, that's generous for for kinetic eye display games. Well, whatever. Technology (laughs) moves fast, Kelsey. I will be downloading Sonic Adventure 2. I love it, and weirdly enough, I can just keep playing it. What you got? We're done, so yeah, no, I think I'm done. Are you done? I'm done. You couldn't say you were done. Gotta throw it anyway. No, that's fine. So, comfort games, they're a lot of fun. These are things where. You know, whether it be the, the repetitive but fun gameplay of Diablo, or the comfort and uh, familiarity of an Arkham game, or the bizarreness of Sonic Adventure 2, they're games we just want to keep playing, that we would talk about that are going to probably, you know, have come up on lists a lot, yep. come up on lists a lot in the future. This actually turned out to be a perfect topic, a good way to talk about the things that we can always revisit. Yeah. Um, it made me remember that I need to play some Mario. Indeed. So, uh, this was fun, and let us know your... Comfort games. We'll talk about them on the air. So Absolutely. If we have any kindness to them, we probably will because we like a lot of games here. Yeah, we like a lot of fucking games. <laughs> uh, you can send us your picks at the Joy of Gaming Podcast at gmail.com. You can leave comments on this episode post on Facebook and tweet at us at the Joy of Game. Um, plenty of ways that you can get in contact with us. We would love to hear from you and talk games. And we and will... if you're going to be at Heroes Con in Charlotte. Yes, it, we will be walking around, and uh, yeah, send us a, uh, an email, and we will coordinate and meet up. Yeah, or just yeah, we we would love to meet you guys, and I'll be over at uh, Alish Cotts, Alish Cotts, uh, canceled booth canceled space. Booth space. <laughs> to be like, stalking it, banging my fist. In it's anger. Alish Cott. He could maybe be he, there in he, spirit. He might and, appear. And if, he is vast. <laughs> He is greatness or something. <laughs> anyway, this has been a lot of fun. Kelsey, thank you for coming again. You'll probably be back before you know it. I know. I think, yeah, I think I think as a good roadmap, I think you can expect we'll do a post-E3, uh, either just me and Jordan or just me, Jordan, and one other person, and then Kelsey will be back for uh, the next uh, the next one. Hopefully you'll play it Arkham, maybe? Hopefully, yeah. I'll maybe probably too. have it, so if not, yeah. you yeah. can play it here. Uh, that's yeah, how you go. played the first Arkham, was the two of us. Yeah, we played it. Arkham Asylum together. Uh, so what are you going to be playing, I guess? We know for Rich. It's Arkham Knight for me. I want to finish up Bloodborne because I have such a problem with not finishing anything. Um, i got to do that. Uh, i also going to finish up uh, The Order. Uh, and then once I get through with all of those, it's going to be Revelations 2, which I can't freaking wait. It's episodic and it's twisty and it's just like classic Resident Evil, everything that makes it great. Uh, so that's my... Oh, oh, Life is Strange, like a motherfucker. After that, come on. Yeah. You have to play it. You definitely need to. Uh, Kelsey, what are you going to be playing? Um, well, as I said, I bought Final Fantasy Thirteen, awesome. so I'm sure I'm going to pop that Love in and play game. some Final Fantasy Thirteen. I'm sure Jordan and I will be playing more Killers Dead and Halo. Finishing that up. Halo yeah, ODST. And Halo 3 ODST. Is that and, your favorite campaign? Uh, <laughs> All day. All day. <laughs> but yeah, so it's probably, it's probably my games. Uh, for me, I'm in the Master Chief collection. I'm, I'm living in it, and as much as I don't like Reach, at this point it's like, why isn't Reach in there? Let's get that announcement. Because really, that's the only one that's missing. It's annoying. It's not Master Chief, though. It's Well, neither is ODST. Oh. ODST yeah, no. is the Rook and Buck. Nathan Fillion. Isn't it, like, somehow tangentially related? He's, like, he caused the... He's, he was there. Boom. Before the game Boom. started. Boom. He's at the end of Reach. Boom. He's Bring at the end in. of Reach. He's at the end of Reach. It's like, yes. we'll call this... We'll, we'll have it be a subsection called the Periphery Collection. <laughs> Master Chief rides the periphery of both games. The, the Master Chief was here. <laughs> yes, yes. Perfect. Um, well, on that note, uh, I'm Rich Lepore. Jordan Alseka. Kelsey Lair. And we had a really good time, and we'll be back very soon. <laughs>